deep in the jungle four monkeys were living but since then it's all gone There can't be many more angles to play here Seems like it's finally time Finally these monkeys almost know what to do Two or three have died but they almost know what to do Classic three-act structure, what are you gonna do? Wrap up this story, it's been a year or two or three. Yeah. Who is that? Says a chimpanzee to an ogre, looking at the pictures on his wall. Shaking hands with famous chefs, and help me please, says a dying man. Hello everyone, I'm Harrison. It's J and D. Woo! <laughs> that, so that's August, it. So that's August, now you uh, now you do your thing, Anga. You're not saying anything else. You're saying, hey, I'm Harrison. It's all right. Yeah. I'm August. It's J and D. Um, there's fireworks outside my house because England has one week out of the year where there's fireworks every night and then never again. Nice. I'm playing Spoons Rango. Uh, he's a Lich, formerly Blue Monkey. FKA Blue Monkey. Um, Artist formerly known as Blue Monkey. What, else, what did we decide on? What kind uh, of penis who is do you your have? hero? Who is, who your, is your hero? Is hero? Um, Spoons' hero uh, growing up was in the lab. There's a, a picture on the um, on on the the desk in the lab room of uh, of Ronald Reagan, and so um, Spoons' hero was Jack from Titanic. Thank oh, you. naturally, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> That's why Spoons Next. is, like, so into self-sacrifice. You know, he's really the most selfless of all the characters. Yeah. Kind uh, of charming and debonair. Desk. <laughs> Next. Hi, Gabe. Hi, guys. Gabe here, the official voice actor for Eugene T. Monkey, level 14 Mountain Dwarf Fighter. That's also a level 3 Hexblade and Old Capuchin Monkey. I don't want anybody here... Looking up at the subreddit, talking about how I changed the character classes around. I don't want anybody talking about it. Um, it's my You're character. Actually, and it's my if, game, and I can do it. No, if I want. you think that Gabe used to have like more levels in Warlock and less levels in Fighter, you're actually misremembering. I'm clueless. <laughs> you're actually kind of crazy if you think that. Um, Eugene's hero would be um, his great great grandfather, the Missing Link. Um, <laughs> when the Missing Link died. He was so, so hurt. <laughs> so, so hurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good one, Gabe. Uh, <laughs> Harrison loves the missing leg. Favorite yeah, of all time. That's canon. Whatever. That one's canon. What, that Harrison uh, loves the missing leg? No, the, the, the Eugene's... Uh, uh, <laughs> Eugene's great great grandfather is the missing link between ape and man, which doesn't make much <laughs> sense because Eugene is ape. Uh, but it's okay. Yeah, you know how it's you okay. have the family tree one side, other side? Yeah. Thank you very much. So true. 
my man uncle uh, <clears throat> nick uh on the baboon jd uh funky monkey fact uh, delivering that s- like like it's the fucking <laughs> rizzler probably chris kyle right <laughs> Ani's hero is um, Hollywood heartthrob Josh Hutcherson from The Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, okay. You've been in Hunger Games good. pilled recently? No. just I've been watching that video of Josh Hutcherson that's set to whistle by Flo Rida a lot. Don't know what you're talking about, I but know I do if know you've seen song. that one. You can blow my whistle, baby. Whistle, baby. Oh, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Me neither. I remember when I was 10 and it hit me that Flo Rida is Florida cut in half and I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> what? You were 19 when that you discovered that? I, su- I said 10. Oh, 10. <laughs> I thought you said 19. Okay. I remember when I was 24 and that. <laughs> you guys remember that song that's like, uh... Welcome to my house. Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> that one. No, I was, I was thinking about that, um... Uh, blur lines, you know that one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, classic. Um, wanna get nasty? Yesterday on the train, I looked yeah. over at the man next to me, and he was scrolling through his music, and I saw him go to the next one, and the album cover was "The Evolution of Robin Thicke," and it sent me into a fucking spin. I don't really know what Robin Thicke's been up to since Blurred Lines. I don't know. Me neither. I'm pretty sure he or did before. something like, terrible. Pretty sure. That would not. Oh, he did Dance Monkey. Oh no, he didn't. No, never mind. He didn't. Just Google being weird. (laughs) Google, show me terrible music, please. Dance Monkey, Dance (laughs) Monkey, Dance Monkey. Oh. oh. Rub my balls and pet me. Wait, the lyrics are not Dance Monkey. It's Dance for me, Dance for me, Dance for me. What? You didn't. You didn't know that. No. Why is it called Dance Monkey then? Because that's a common phrase. It's okay. not. It is. Oh, it, it is. Moves like Jagger. All right. So anyway, hey guys, it's me, um, Harrison. I was thinking about the Minecraft parody of Moves Like Jagger. Um, it's me, Harrison. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like to D-1 take things apart J&D. and see how they work. My hero is. Uh, did that come out of someone else's mic no we both burped the same time oh that was you burping yeah Uh, dude that was so fucked up what my hero is probably didn't this happen like last episode the the big burping brapping creature Uh, the the big fucking fat ass (laughs) start the episode um, Nick, why have you been watching this video? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I don't know why. It's a new day in Draconia. Things have changed recently. The High Mage is no longer the High Mage. Now Lord Tangerine. Sorry, Master Tangerine is the High Mage. Get it right. Yeah, my bad. Sorry, guys. 
the armies of Neverwinter and are on the way to Draconia. Uh, but you gotta have your sleep, yeah. Gotta have your long rest. Uh, you recently went, I think, two days without sleeping. I didn't have you <laughs> get a point of exhaustion, so. Thank you, Harrison. But now it's a new day, and you're starting to wake up. You, you blink your eyes. Do, 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 do. And you hear, a, you hear a, a knock on the, the door, uh, the front door of your house. Oh, oh man. Uh, spoons, can you, can you get that? Can you get that one? Um, I'll no, I get it! This is Dracula. <laughs> Thank you, Dracula. He'll get he gets it. off of a couch that he's been sleeping on, and he goes over and gets the door. The uh, Chattanooga and, and Carmen and Percival are also here. I think they spent the night after the election, after the, the big day. Standing outside your door are the Big Blue Freak and Brianna. My best friends oh, in the world. Eugene Dracula, invite them in. <laughs> yeah, invite them in, Dracula. Enter freely, go safely, and leave something of the happiness you bring. So true. And uh, they walk inside. Brandon says, So, uh, I'm sure you heard that Master Tangerine is about to, to hand the, the books over to Neverwinter, right? Eugene adjusts his giant floppy sleeping hat. What? Yeah, I mean that was like the his that was like the whole like reason I was tired. The Council of the Eight got rid of the High Mage and put in Master Tangerine, the new High Mage, because uh, if they give Neverwinter the books, Neverwinter says they're going to leave us alone. So that's what's happening. Yeah, and the Big Blue Freak says, "Yes, quite so. Um, not too happy about it myself, but uh, what are you going to do? Is what the High Mage says. So anyway, that's bad." Neverwinter is here. They are outside the city. Along Whoa. with the dwarves of Belrac and the elves of Ereska. Uh, quite shocking to me. I thought it should take them at least a couple more days to get here. I don't know how they got here so fast, but here they are. Uh, this bright sunny morning. So they have requested a, a parlay at which the books will be handed to them. And where they were fairly specific that the three of you need to be there. Oh, come on, man. We're not even... Why? High Mage was our boss, what? and High Mage is... Well, Charles is gone. Where, where yes. are we? We're still government employees? Uh, well, I... If you would rather stay here, I suppose I can't stop you, but... Uh... I thought you might like to see this thing through to the end, anyway. Yeah. Even if it's, even if it's not the end we would like. That is true. That is true. This sucks. Well, yeah, I, I guess we gotta start... Is. I guess we gotta suit up, right, guys? I mean, get ready to go. Yeah. Put on, put a, on, put on a brave face, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Man, this sucks. Where's Ani? What? I mean, it's bad, right? But but life goes on. We'll find another way to get you home. I, I promise. No, oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. We're not gonna have the books on, man. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. This sucks. This sucks. This sucks. That was mainly Eugene is fully dressed. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Spoons goes out in a blanket. (laughs) Ani, uh, what are you going out in? Uh, fully nude. Okay, I mean, you're a monkey, you can do that. He's furry, too. It's really not weird. He's the hairiest character. You're a monkey. You're the hairiest character. 
Chattanooga uh, goes up to you, and you see the the two kids standing behind him. He goes up to you, Eugene, and he says, "Hey, Dad, uh, be uh, be safe out there, okay? Um, you know these are the the bad guys, right? So be careful." Hey, there ain't any guys better than us, right, boys? Yep, we're the worst. Yes, yes, that's right, <laughs> Pappy. Yes, mm, exactly. And you guys stay safe in here, all right? Uh, I, we got no idea with how this is going to turn out. I'm, I'm right. going to be honest, okay. we're, we're in the dark here. <laughs> okay, we'll stay here with Dracula. Yes! Dracula, uh, I, trust you with, I trust you with my family's life, you know that? Okay! Dracula, you're the man. You're the man of the house, Dracula. Yeah. The man of the house? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I like the idea of that, but can I call it a castle instead? Sure. You know what? The man do of the, the castle. Just do whatever like the hell times. you want. He looks yeah. at uh, he looks at Chattanooga. Igor, clean the no, toilet. No. <laughs> nope. Chattanooga says, ah, "All right, <laughs> see you in a bit, Dad." Goes to clean the toilet. I, uh, I don't know if I should have done that, guys. Let's get out of here. Pretty funny. All right. Bye. You know, maybe maybe we should write like a strongly worded letter or something. <laughs> yeah, you, you go ahead and do that. I'm gonna You're like walking. on your way to confront Neverwinter right now. Are you going to try to get a big petition on the way there? Yeah, I'm going to start a petition and I'm going to go send it to Lord Tangerine. But as I'm kind of fumbling through master. my bag, instead of a master tangerine, but in, as I fumble through my bag, instead of sending the petition, I send the prank scroll that I bought during the first arc. <laughs> you send it where? I send it to the castle. To the academy? Okay, you send it to his office yeah. at the academy. You stop at a mailbox on the way there. And uh, so, yeah, you're walking downhill down the mountain of Draconia. I've never described it super well, but there is... Um, there are two two gates of Draconia. There is the gate surrounding the academy, and then the academy is like on top of the mountain. So there is a these are the, there's these uphill roads and this town built on the side of the mountain. And then the second gate, which ends the town, is towards the base of the mountain, and that is where you are walking right now. And as you walk, you can see into this valley outside the city, and you see a huge army three large sort of conglomerations you see the army of neverwinter waving their flag consisting of halflings and humans and dragonborns and all sorts of creatures all wearing uh this heavy armor carrying swords and crossbows you see um an army of dwarves they are riding warthogs and and hooting and hollering and shouting uh uh trumpeting these horns you see an army of elves wearing this, these silken robes and golden armory, armor, uh, brandishing wands and staves. Mm. And eventually, you get down to the gate alongside the Big Blue Freak and Draconia. Sorry, what? The Big Blue Freak and Brianna. <laughs> and Draconia. You see, you see Master Tangerine standing there waiting for you, along with um, uh, a student from the Academy holding a large chest. And Master Tangerine says... Oh, splendid, you made it, yes, yes. Ah, uh, uh, Big Blue Freak, I'm glad you're here to represent the Council of the Eight, and uh, the, the rest of you, and uh, Brianna, the monkeys, Neverwinter. 
specifically asked that you be here for this, so I'm so glad you came. I, I think this will go over quite smoothly, and uh, hopefully the city will still be here in ten minutes. Yes. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Why, why would ready you say as that? we could ever be, huh? He, uh, he walks up this slimy orange dragon board, and he, he uh, places his hand on your shoulder, his metal hand on your shoulder spoons, and looks between all three of you, and he says, Look, I know you are all good friends with Charles. I am sure this is quite hard for you, but I'm, I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you came. I hope we can get along as well as, as you did with him. Mm-hmm. For sure. I guess if we're going to be here longer than we have to, I guess we're going to have to, huh? <laughs> That's the spirit! What happened to your arm, dude? Um, I lost it. That's awful. How? Some very annoying people cut it off. We had a friend who lost two Actually, arms. Actually ripped yeah. it off, I believe. Two arms. He, yeah. Well, he's a, or two hands, I think. He's okay now. I wish he was here. But he's okay now. Oh, that's good. I'm happy for him. Thanks. That's nice of you. Uh, thanks. Yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> what do you say uh, we go outside? Uh, yeah. If you want to. He says, open the gates! And uh, this huge stone door built into the stone wall that forms the gates of Draconia uh, starts to slowly open. And you see out there, it is loud. This army is yelling and shouting, and you see it clear more clearly now. Uh, the soldiers of Neverwinter, you see they are carrying beasts in cages. You see an owlbear, you see a bullet, you see trolls. It's oh, a um, bullet. Uh, it's like a, a, a big mole monster, like an armored mole that burrows under the ground. It's got a mm. face like a dragon, sort of. I don't know, you'll have to look it up. Walking out. Of this crowd towards you, you see Prince Roland wearing the black thorny armor of the Black Watch. You see Max Blacksword wearing a suit of golden armor with a flowing cape holding his black blade. And his head is covered with a helmet resembling uh, the face of some sort of demon. It's got these big golden horns, horns sticking out of it. You cannot see any skin on his entire body. They're also accompanied by a beautiful elven man with fair skin and long golden hair, wearing a silk robe, riding on a unicorn. <laughs> and uh, a stout dwarf woman with a short beard, a short brown messy beard, uh, wearing a suit of heavy splint armor. And uh, also... A creature that looks as though it's been made out of different pieces of flesh sewn together. You see human flesh, dragonborn flesh, orc flesh uh, sewn together to create this hulking uh, eight-foot-tall beast. And it is walking behind Max Blacksword. And these five beings walk up into the middle of this spot here. What is that thing? I, what? Guys, uh, do, you, do you think we have any way to spin this? Do you... Do we, Wait. I remember Charles was just like, let it go, right? He's let him, don't take the books, don't do any mass acts of like civil disobedience, but like, do we really just give it to them? What the fuck is that thing? What the fuck I, is that thing? I think it's one, of, I think it's the leader of the dwarven armies. I don't know. No, it's not. The leader of the dwarven armies is that woman. What the fuck is that? Honey, what the fuck okay, is that thing? It's the leader of the elvish armies then. 
What? <laughs> Who else is here? Anyone? Is Brandon here? Yeah. Hey, guys. Brandon, what the fuck is that thing? Uh, I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> looks like it, it looks like it's with Max. Great. Maybe awesome. it's like a dog, or so, it's a weird Great. dog, or something. Big Blue Freak says, "Probably a weird dog." Yeah. Okay. It's probably a weird. Yeah, dog. Thank you, Big Blue Freak. Yeah, you're always there when we need you. <laughs> Master Tangerine starts to walk towards where they are in this valley outside the city. Do you follow him? Uh, are we supposed to? Does it seem like we're supposed to? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Big Blue Freak starts to follow him. Yeah, okay. I go with them. Start following. So the three of you, along with Master Tangerine, uh, the Big Blue Freak, and Brianna, start walking uh, into this, this valley. Uh, as you walk, you can look behind you and see that uh, perched atop the wall of the gates of Draconia, there are archers and mages at the ready, uh, just in case something goes wrong. And as you walk out, Roland holds out his hands and he says, Brona, my sister, I trust you are well. And she kind of uh, just just uh, clears her throat and doesn't say anything. And he sees the three of you and he says, And the monkeys. Hello. Hey, little guy. Hey, what's up, Tiny? You know, like the average height is actually like, uh, like, like, uh, like five, six. I'm like five, seven. So. Wow. That's so cool. Huge. As he's saying that, you guys uh, get right up to where all these people are. And Max Blacksword says, uh, Master Tangerine, the new high mage. I'm glad you are willing to listen to reason. It would be a shame if we had to destroy your beautiful city, although I feel like, and he gestures to the massive army behind him, I feel like now we kind of wasted all this energy. But better not to kill you. Yes. Master Tangerine says, yes, yes, better not to kill us. Yes, exactly what I was thinking. And uh, Prince Roland says, I'm really surprised, honestly, that you were willing to just give us the books. Like my brother said, uh, it uh, seems like we went to a lot of effort for nothing. Uh, in fact, I kind of had to talk him out of killing you guys anyway. <laughs> Isn't that something? Uh, yes, but the books, please. Thank you. You know me. Uh, Prince Roland, Lord Maximus Neverember, King of Neverwinter. You, of course, know the High Pontiff Gisborne, Master of the Elves, and uh, her Empress Bramblebeard. And the elf and the the dwarf kind of bow. So, yes. Uh, put the books down, please. Thank you. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how much, like, movies and TV got right. Like, this is exactly what I expect the <laughs> King of the Elves and the Queen of the Dwarfs look like. Yeah, man, I guess. And the weird dog. I don't think they predicted that, though. The, el the elf says, Not king, high pontiff, and she's an empress. I don't think they can hear me. I can hear you. You're talking out loud. I'm whispering it's, those, it's those big old ears, huh? It's those big old I've, ears. I've got big elf ears. Oh, uh, no. It's perfect for funneling in sound. Okay. Um, the uh, uh, Master Tangerine uh, gestures to this student behind him to place the big chest down in front of uh, in front of Max and Roland. Yes, yes, put that right there, please. Yes, thank you. The big blue freak clenches his fist. Uh, Brianna is looking back and forth between you and her brothers. And unless you do anything, the student sits the chest down. I hope that's not the, the fake chest that we made, just in case. 
<laughs> I hope it's not the fake chest. Uh, Big Blue Freak says, what? The yeah, one we all talked with, about, man. Filled with explosives. What? Yeah. Is this a bit? I just, ho- I, I just hope it's not that one. That's all I'm saying. I Is this a gaff? I don't. Uh, I, I don't do jokes. I mean, spoons, spoons. You were there when you were there when we made it, weren't we? You were there. Yeah, and I, I said at the time, I said I hope this one doesn't get put there instead. Yeah, and I was there, so that's, guys, that's two eyewitnesses. Guys, I wasn't. I wasn't. What's the? I didn't know we had the fake chest. What's this about? I wasn't here. Yeah, we we so all made a fake on, chest. Guys, Master Chandrian asked us to make a fake chest just in case. Yeah, and, and, and it, it looks just looks just like that one, but maybe it's a little different. Maybe it's a little different. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Roland and Mags are both staring at you right now. <laughs> maybe Sorry, maybe guys, we keep, should take this back second. to Draconia, right, and uh, do a little test. No, that would be a total waste. No, there's always they were already talking about the energy they've wasted and we've wasted. We can't waste any more of their time. It's better to just check and hope that it's not the wrong chest. Because right. Mr. So, says, yeah, stop, go. stop, that's enough. Okay, that's enough. It is not a fake chest. I put the books in there myself. I handed them to this bright young student myself. He pats the kid on the head. Yes, so, uh, yeah, open the chest now and take your books and spend You were there when we made the fake chest. I was not there. Uh, give me a persuasion with disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> or no, deception, not persuasion. Deception? Um, let me see. Where's my deception at? Um, that's not bad. That's the next one. That's a 12. Max Blacksword says, I, I believe you, Master Tangerine. You've been very cooperative. But just in case... Why don't we have the freak open the chest and hand us the books himself? Who's the freak? Who you You're talking freak? about the big thing behind you, right? No, no the big blue freak. Oh, this, <laughs> this is, this is little dandelion. I made him myself. Oh, it's great. Thank you. One of the many powers of the book of life. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. You had to use the book for that? Oh man, that blows. I gave life to a creature made from dead flesh. Is that not amazing? <laughs> I technically yeah. did the same thing. Eh? Grabs his nuts. <laughs> what? Nice. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah that doesn't make <laughs> sense, man. That's because you, you guys don't have kids, huh? You, don't, you guys don't get it. He turns the chest around to face a big blue freak, and he says, Open it, freak! And the freak says, Yeah, fine, whatever. I bought it. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, and uh, Tam has to says, wait, wait, wait. I'm just curious, really quick. Uh, you guys are quite eager uh, to unite these books, yes? So I, I assume you brought your two books with you, yes? Um, yeah. And uh, Max Blacksworth says, yes, of course. With these books together, I will be able to bring such glory to Neverwinter. I will be like a god to this realm. And Roland kind of pokes him in the side, and he says, I, uh, No, I, I mean, I will bring glory to Neverwinter and cooperate graciously with our fellow countries, of course. Now open the chest! And Matthew Tangerine says, Yes, yes, that's all I was, that's all I was wondering. You can open the chest now. Uh, hey, why were you wondering yeah. that? Because if we're being up front, I'll be honest, I was desperate to twilight you guys, but Dream of the Blue Veil only works on willing creatures, so, oh well. Why don't you open the chest, uh, Mr. Freak? And the big blue freak says, yes, fine, I'm on it. And he bends down, and he 
uh, flips up the latches on the front of his chest, and he opens it, and you hear boyoyoyoing, and a spring pops out, and a big cherry pie hits the big blue freak in the face. <laughs> I told you, it was the it, fake one that it, we made. This is what? the trap chest. What? The fuck? What? what the? He looks up at um, Master Tangerine and says, "What did you do?" The uh, and the uh, Max Black Sword. You uh, cannot see his face through this helmet, but you can hear the smile in his voice as he says, Oh, good. Good. I was looking forward to this. Wait, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump on uh, on Master Tangerine. I'm going to bo- body, body slam him. Yeah, you, you <laughs> jump on him. What do you do when you jump on him? I just fucking bear hug him to the ground. <laughs> okay, give me a strength check. Athletics check, actually. I have really bad athletics, but that's okay. Uh. Arnie, did we? Did you guys make a trap chest without telling me? I thought we. I thought that was just the gig. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you bring him to the ground. I go, ah, no, none of you. None of you move. None of you move. He's, Roland, he's laugh, do not move. He's laughing. <laughs> Max, Roland, do not fucking move. And the nobody big blue freak move, says, okay? "What did you do, Master Tangerine? What did you Look, do?" Nobody freak out. And um, let's see. I'm gonna roll. That hits his armor class. That hits his armor class. Roll damage. That's 139 damage. What the fuck? On who? As Max uh, turns back and shouts something to the armies behind him, you can't hear exactly what he's saying. You see Prince Roland hold up his hand, and he is grimacing. He says, this should have been easy. And his hand starts to change. It starts to transform like you saw it once before. It starts to shift. The skin gives way to metal. And the metal clanks and turns like cogs until where his hand once was is now a metal gun with a strange pulsing energy you can see through the barrel. And he shoots two blasts, two massive green blasts. Uh, Your ears pop from the concussive sound. Boom! Boom! And when you look over, there is a hole in the big blue freak's stomach. What? And a hole in his chest. And he falls to his knees. And he says, Master Tangerine, what did you do? He falls over. No. 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 This, is, this no. isn't, this isn't, this isn't what we agreed on. This isn't even close. Master Tangerine keeps laughing. Donnie, <laughs> <laughs> you take the freak. Get him, get him, get him, get him. Get him and and uh, you look as underneath you, there is a clown wearing a red suit of long underwear with a feathery thing on his shoulder, messy blonde hair, a big red smile painted onto his face. And he says, pranked ya? And he explodes Shh. into confetti. What? <laughs> this fucking guy. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? I had him. I was on Eugene. Eugene summons the axe. It's like, <laughs> wherever you go, you're fucked. You're fucked now, dude. You're fucked. But Ma- you. I point at Max. You. Yes. You're fucking dead. You're fucking oh. dead right now. I'm sure I am. Fucking Not. Ha! And uh, he swings his black blade, and in front of this army, dozens of purple swirling portals appear, and they all start charging into these portals. 
and he runs back to where the army is. Oh, on your left. You of... On your left. <laughs> Eugene is going to start to try to dash into the portal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can try that. Uh, but as, as you do, you hear a voice behind you. Wait! Eugene, wait! Wait, old man! Who, who are you? Who, who is that? It's, it's me! The big blue freak's face is in the dirt, but he's speaking. I'm, I'm dying, Eugene. I'm dying. Is there anything we well, can do? Or anything? Is there anything you want before you go, Save the city. Freak? Save the world. Find the god books. Get them out of here. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That, make, that makes total sense. Runs over to him. No, no. No, freak. No, 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 no. He can't be dying. This is the big blue freak. He's the... He, uh, no, it's it's an illusion. It's one of your tricks, right? Ani, do you have I'm, the spell? Oh, I'm dying. I don't think I Ani, do. Do, do, do you have the? Oh. I um I will say if you did have reincarnate, it has an hour casting time. Oh Jesus! Yeah, Christ. we wouldn't have the time for that. Okay, someone just pick up the pick up the freak. Okay. No, no, leave me. I'm too heavy. I'm so big and blue. Just go, Does, go find the books. The, if if they weren't in the chest, they're probably still at the academy. Yeah, they have to be in the academy. We gotta look. But Stop, Master freak. Tangerine. Stop, Neverwinter. But you're the freak, man. Spoons, come here. Come here. Yeah, I go close. Before I die, do one thing for me. Yeah. Please rub my belly. Isn't there anymore? His belly has a huge hole in it. And it's covered in blood. Yeah, I rub it. I rub his belly. I rub, yes. I, rub his belly. I start crying. I start crying into his belly and I start rubbing around the hole. Do you feel that spoons? Do you feel the transference? You're the freak now. What? I'm. I'm the freak. Spoons? Yeah. You're the freakiest guy I know. You're the freakiest there ever was. He closes his eyes. Okay. Um. Uh. Does it make sense for me to teleport us all back to the academy right now, or do someone want to stay here? I think we we gotta go as quick as we can, guys. I think I think go ahead and teleport us, man. Brandon, you coming? Who's coming? Who's who's coming? Yeah, yeah, I'll go with you. So who's here with us? Brandon and uh, I think the student has run off back towards the gates of the city. So there's Brandon and e Eugene and Ani. Okay, uh, yeah, that's I, 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 yeah, put my hands together and I, there's an orb and I go, and the orb goes out and leaves a big dragon ball smoking, like shallow crater where we were. Except that then, doesn't happen. Um, what? Don't spend the spell slot, but you try okay. to cast teleport, and uh, you hold out. What do you use to cast your vein? Right, so you hold yeah. out your hands to cast this magic, and. These little sparks just kind of fizzle out and dribble to the ground. What? What the fuck? What? What? What happened? Can, can you not teleport I, I, us? I don't know what. I don't know what the fuck happened. Do you need I try an and aspirin cast, spoons. Uh, no, I try and cast mage hand. Mage hand works. Mage hand works. I. Okay, I can't do that. Um. Ernie, can you turn into know. something fast? Can you? Yeah, can you get us back there? Okay, I'll turn into a giant cheetah then. No, Ani, Ani, you go back to the academy. You get back there as fast as possible, and we'll 
okay. join you. So let me describe what's happening. Um, these, uh, the army behind you is not running through the gates of the city. They are running into these portals, these swirling purple portals. Oh shit, the, por in the fact, portals will probably... In fact, they are almost all gone by the time uh, the big blue freak finishes his message to you. And you hear fighting and shouting in the city behind you. You hear explosions. You hear growling. Fuck. And, uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Portals okay. to the city. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, shit. Guys, okay. I think the only way in is through. <laughs> the, the, the mages and archers on top of the walls, they just kind of look around confused. And then they, they jump down into the, the fray below. Can we go through the portals? Or are they closed? The portals are, like, closing as as we speak. Ah, <laughs> shit. Guys, let's get to the city and run. Yeah. yeah. Okay, guys, I'll go with you. Um, if you recall, I actually can't do magic, but I'll, I'll do my best. Mm -hmm. let's, let's go. Ani, are you turning into anything? Oh, hey, a dire cheetah is challenge rating one. You could turn into a dire cheetah. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ani turns into a dire cheetah. Do you all hop on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, everyone there. hops on the dire cheetah. Uh, Ani, what do you do? I I charge forward. Okay, so you're running through the gates of Draconia. I'm going to send you guys a map really quick. You guys know, the audience, I probably will not show you this map, but it's very simple. It's just so they can like visualize where they are in the city. You guys know that probably the fastest way to get to Draconia it's just to go straight up over the mountain uh, through the E.J. Williams Memorial Park. And uh, that's, that's like right at the base of the gate into the academy. I'm sending this map here in our chat. So that'll probably be the fastest route. However, uh, you, okay, you want to so change your mind as, so where as you are we go. Right now? You are at the bottom of the map. Uh, you are okay. running, through the, uh, running through the gates onto Wolfgar Road. Okay. So coming up is is Po Boys or on the right is the museum. Well, you're not quite there yet. Uh, as soon as you okay. run through the uh, the gates, you see this huge battle. There are dwarves and uh, soldiers of Neverwinter, humans and halflings and etc. There are elves all shooting firebolts and arrows and wielding swords and axes, fighting against different uh, uh, wizards and, and druids and all the different magicians of Draconia, all of them battling. And there is a space right in front of you uh, right at this intersection here between Wolfgar Road and Soth Street, uh, where you see dozens of corpses, mage corpses lying on the ground, and standing among them are dwarves and elves and soldiers of Neverwinter. And they all turn and look right at you. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Cool. Um. Uh, <laughs> is there, like, a, uh, a back entrance or a... Uh, and then yeah. suddenly, the sky above you cracks, and it fills with thunder clouds. It doesn't rain, but there's these dark clouds crackling with thunder and lightning. And all the, uh, the soldiers look up at the sky, and you hear a voice that says, Never winter! Your crimes against your people have not gone unnoticed. We are here to help the people of Draconia. 
We are the revolution. And flying down on little miniature storm clouds, flying from the sky, you see hundreds of warriors, humans and dragonborns and dwarves and halflings and elves, all wearing these sort of uh, scrappy clothes. And among them, you see a giant blue man with a big white beard wearing a gladiatorial helmet and holding a glaive that uh, that uh, crackles with lightning. It is a giant storm giant, and standing next to him on this cloud is Captain Armstrong. Yes! Oh shit, yay! All of them uh, come down to the ground in front of, uh, uh, kind of uh, several yards away from you, but near this conglomeration of soldiers. And Captain Armstrong says, the revolution is here to help. And uh, they start running off and charging. You see uh, the storm giant battling with other giants that are here with the dwarves, it seems. You see him battling with owlbears and trolls. You see a little naked halfling, uh, Count Villafort, running around screaming, ah, 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 stabbing people in the ankles. Uh, you also see coming down on storm clouds now you see more groups you see a group of orcs and goblins and hobgoblins and vampires in fact on one cloud you see a trio of a vampire a sawagin and an imp that looks around and furrows its brow and yells oh And flying from the sky, you see Aloysius Sinatra, Bonifacius Sinatra, and Valentina Sinatra wearing their multicolored suits of armor. And they land, and Valentina, uh, she sees you, Spoons, and she nods at you, and she says, Unfortunately, we couldn't send the entire uh, army of the territories of Maldoth here in time, but we're here to help. And they start running off into different parts of the city and, and fighting. And lastly, coming down on these clouds, you see a beholder, this fleshy orb with many oh, eyes shit. protruding from it. And he says, The Xanathar is here to protect his interests. And uh, he starts shooting laser beams. You see uh, yes. these dark cloaked rogues coming down in clouds behind him, attacking uh, uh, soldiers. And all of these people are not just landing right in front of you, right? They're scattering all over the city yeah. on these clouds they're riding. And uh, among them, you see uh, a big minotaur and a man riding on his back. And he's uh, kicking him on the side and saying, Go, Fahrenheit, go! Lay waste to the enemy! And they charge off. Oh. Where there were dozens of soldiers in front of you, there are now nine, four dwarves, three soldiers of Neverwinter, and two elves, and also an owl bear. But as they face you, Captain Armstrong jumps down from the roof above you, uh, the roof of a house next to you, and says, Hey guys, how's it been? Great. It's been well, great. N- now, it was terrible for a hot minute, but now it's great again. It's good to see Paul's you, Eugene. Good to see you, Eugene, Mr. Hollywood. Uh, Velvet Underground and Nico? Where's Lobster Feet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Which one was I? I think you're Velvet I, Underground. The Velvet Underground and Nico. Or maybe... You remember <laughs> your name? I have a diff- no, I didn't. Uh, yeah, Lobster Feet's uh, on, a, uh, on a hike, but he'll it's be It's on back. a vision quest. Oh, okay. Good he might know. be dead. No, he's not dead. He's fine. We, uh, we would know. He's fine. Hey, guys, you he need a little help be. here? And uh, this huge beholder yes. comes flying down from the sky, landing next to you. Oh, I want to roll with the Xanathar. Yes. Oh, Don Xanathar, yes. how you doing today, man? 
What's I'm up, doing dude? pretty good. I'm here to help you guys. I've got a lot of money in, in this city. A lot of drugs, you know, so I don't want to, you know, lose it necessarily. Yeah. Hey, right check on. this out. Watch this. Uh, I pull out a scroll and I and I uh, run up to the to the nine soldiers. You have to roll initiative. Oh, so stun them immediately. What the? Nah, you have to roll initiative. Okay, fine. You want to start initiative here? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna use this uh, same initiative for the entire battle, oh. not just this one section here, just to keep things simple. So let me put everything else in there. So in front of you, Eugene. You see four dwarves, uh, three Neverwinter humans, uh, two elves, and an owl bear. What's your plan? Um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm going to try to keep it simple. I'm going to keep it simple. Only take five attacks. So for my action, I'm going to use, I'm going to cast Armor of Agathis. Um, okay. A bunch of kind of like red liquid begins to flow around me, and then it crashes against my skin and freezes into an asymmetrical armor. Nice. I get 10 um, temporary hit points, and the next people that hit me are going to automatically take 10 damage. Sweet. And then, Sounds good. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to use one of my superiority dice to do the rally maneuver. And I'm going to do that on Spoons. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and buddy up with Spoons, get close to Spoons, and I'm going to use the rally maneuver on him. What does that do? So I'm going to be like, all right, Dan, you, you got to get ready for this. You're going to get ready for this, man. You're going to kill it. You're going to kill it. Hey, thanks. And you get 10 points of temporary HP. Oh, nice. I'm going to get close to him. I'm going to be within five feet. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep my, kind of kept my, whip, my weapon up in a blocking position. And that's my turn. That's your turn. Nice. Yeah. Next up is, next up are these two elves. One of them is going to shoot at Cheetah Ani. One Ooh. of them is going to shoot at Eugene. Eugene and Ani both give me a dexterity saving throw. Uh, you can use your dire cheetah stats. Okay. Oh, natural one. Okay, what did you get, uh, Eugene? That is a 16. Okay, you take zero damage. Uh, Ani, you take seven nice. damage as these two elves cast Sacred Flame on you. And um, Ani, you, you, uh, your cheetah body lights up with this radiant light. And Eugene, you're fine. Uh, now, do they take damage from that attack or is it only on melee attacks? Um, it's only on melee attacks with the armor okay. back there. Next up is the Xanathar. The Xanathar uh, says, How dare you attack my good friends Eugene and Ani? <laughs> and uh, he is going to first point his anti-magic cone at the two elves. They can no longer cast magic. And he is going to <laughs> shoot three okay, rays, nice. three beams out of his eyes. One of the th uh, four dwarves is hit with a sleep beam. It falls asleep immediately. One of the Neverwinter uh, soldiers is hit with a disintegration ray. They disintegrate. Uh, their armor clatters to the ground while this dwarf goes, me, 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 me. And then Snork. he hits uh, another one of the dwarves with, oh, a death ray. Okay. <laughs> Dwar the dwarf, uh, uh, all the like moisture in his body gets sucked out and he goes, and he falls down dead. So now there are, there is one sleeping dwarf, one less dwarf, and one less Neverwinter soldier. Next up is... There also is... a grumpy dwarf, a sneezy dwarf, and a... Yep, yep. <laughs> that dwarf was actually named Sleepy, believe it or not. 
Next up is on. The one, the one that got disintegrated? Yeah. No, the one that, yeah, the one that got disintegrated. All right, Ani, you're up. Okay. Uh, Cheetah Ani is gonna gonna charge towards the owl bear and do a okay a pounce attack. Um. Cool. So give me a give me a strength saving throw from the owl bear. Okay. What does the owl bear have in strength? Um. Plus five. So that's a ten. Oh, let's see. Okay, so he does not get knocked prone, but I do still make a claw attack. Okay, cool. Okay, that's a 10. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, you, uh, do you want to describe that? Uh, yeah, Ani, Ichida, Ani, uh, does a big, <laughs> big run forward at him and leaps into the air and just sort of, sort of slashes at his face. Sweet, yeah. You leave a big claw mark on its face, and it goes. Bah-gah, bah-gah! <laughs> Next up are the three dwarves. One of them is asleep. He can't do anything. One of them is dead, right? Uh, well, there were four dwarves. Oh. Uh, one of them is going to charge at Eugene with an axe. Um, that is uh, that's a nine. I don't think that's gonna hit. That doesn't hit, and they and they get ten damage. <laughs> yeah, he dies. Then uh, he hits oh. you with an axe, and, and then he uh, freezes to death. <laughs> yeah, this cold armor, uh, this chill comes out of and uh, encompasses his axe, and then encompasses him, and he looks like uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining, and he freezes to death. Classic. <laughs> the other one is going to sees that his friend just died, and he's ah what ah, and he's going to attack you also. Uh, that's a 20 that hits right yeah that hits for four damage does he also they, freeze to death yeah they also get the they also freeze to death <laughs> all right you take four damage Jesus as his man. axe uh cuts through your armor and then he freezes to death and falls backwards <laughs> uh cool so there is now one sleeping dwarf next up is spoons is the sleeping dwarf the only enemy or no the 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 Neverwinter. No, there's two Neverwinter soldiers. There's two elves who cannot cast magic at the moment because uh, the anti-magic cone is focused on them. And there's also an owl bear. Okay, uh, owl bear is just a bear with an owl's face, right? Yes. That's the only like, yeah. Uh, oh, I can't do it with that. Sorry, forget I said anything. Forget it. Forget it. it didn't even matter anymore. Forget it. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for this owl bear. Um, I'm going to. Try and Ooh. um yeah I'm gonna run up to it and try and paralyzing touch it. That's what I'm gonna do. Nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go paralyzing I'm gonna jump, touch. Jump, jump, jump. Can I get a con? Yeah. Can I get a con save? That's a twelve. That does not pass. So I I run up to this thing and I sort of um yeah I don't know I go. <laughs> through the air like with a, with a little bit of a, of a ghost tail i run up to this thing and i grab its face uh like in my hand i cup it like a lover and i go go to sleep that's one of your lich abilities right yes it is cool um yeah. so is it paralyzed now um it is i forget how that works i does it take damage here too i think it does it does yes i know it does take damage. yeah it, t- it takes 3d6 uh yeah nice. so it's paralyzed for one minute, uh, and can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, and it takes uh, this much damage. It takes 12 damage, so I go 
kills over. It freezes in place and yeah, kind of falls over on its side without its legs moving like it's frozen. Is, is a wild surge bonus action or is it is that a proper action? Wild surge grenades. Um, that is an action. That is an action. God yeah. damn it! Um, right, next up are the two yeah, Neverwinter humans. Uh, one of them points a crossbow at you, spoons, and says, "That, that was my favorite owl bear." Why would dead. you do that? Why it's would you dead. do that? It's fine. Lord Neverember was right. You draconians are, well, frankly, draconian. He's going to shoot you with his crossbow. He's going to try Damn. to. Uh, 18, does that hit? I'm going to use illusory self, though. So it doesn't okay. hit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the crossbow goes right through the illusory spoons, and he says... Ha, 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 a ghost ghost and mm-hmm. uh the other one the other one next to him says calm down man it's not a ghost you're stupid and he is going to uh shoot another uh crossbow bolt at you that is a 17 is that it that does hit four four damage ah! oh fuck ow i am a ghost though actually uh ah. next up is captain armstrong she is going to run towards one of these Neverwinter soldiers that just attacked you and try to hit them with her longsword. She pulls out this, this long, well, longsword. She hits once. She hits again for a total of 14 damage. She slashes through his chest and then slashes through his stomach and blood comes out of his mouth. <laughs> and he falls down dead. So it is one less Neverwinter soldier. Next up is the owlbear who is paralyzed. Is there anything you can do about it? Does he get a save or anything? At the end of his turn he gets a save. Okay, what is the save? The save is 19. No, but what is the stat? Oh, uh, it's... Fuck, sorry. Uh, it is con. Con? Okay, that's a 14 plus... Uh, 14 plus 3. So no, he does not pass. Not enough. He goes, oh! Next up is Eugene. Alright, um, are the elves within, like, five feet of each other? Yes. Alright, so, um, because here's the thing, I kind of realized, I've been using green flame blade wrong. Oh, um, really? Yeah, it doesn't add to my attack. The green flame blade damage goes to someone that's next to them. Neat, okay, that's good, so it's, yeah. instead of adding to the damage, it jumps on to a different target that I didn't attack. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to run over, um, with my, um, I'm going to start running over and I'm kind of like, it's not dark enough for the cloak to make me like fly or anything, but I think it's dim enough for the sense where it's like the wings kind of flap up a little bit and cause me to like kind of dash forward in the wind. Yeah. Sure. And like it smashes through the frozen dwarves, just like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, he just smashes into pieces. Yeah. And then he's going to take out the ax and does like a backhand swing with green flame blade. Yeah. Um, that's a 21 to hit one of the elves. Yes. All right. I'm going to do two-handed swing. That's 1d4 plus five, 1d10 plus 5. Sorry about that. That's 13 damage for the first elf. And that then, kills the first elf. Yeah. And then immediately the flame jumps over to the second elf for 3d8 damage. Oh, my God. This is a powerful ability. And so they instantly take 12 damage. So it's like fire goes around the axe, it jumps over to the right. person. Yeah, you chop this first elf's head clean off, 
it uh it, it rolls onto the ground and his friend looks at you in shock for exactly one second as these green flames engulf him and his charred body falls to the ground Ooh. ah shit man Rough. this shit's getting intense ah man Xan- the xanathar gives you a thumbs up with one of its eyes and then it's its turn how do you think those guys feel about the fact that they would live forever if they were in their their uh, place of birth I don't know. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. I'd like to stay in my house and live forever. Oh, I mean, how do you think they feel now that they just got killed? Well, that probably sucks for them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Is that like a Lord of the Rings thing? That they no, it's, it's they a D&D there? thing. If elves are in their homeland, they can like live forever, I think. And they can't even like get killed? No, they can get killed, obviously. But like, okay, they, well, like, then that doesn't apply can. to these guys, because they, like, well, they, had they the didn't die of old age. Forever. They died because they got killed. <laughs> If there's like an elf serial killer, it could still. I thought that was like happen. a Lord of the Rings comment about how they all go back to the island after Frodo's bed party, so they can. Live I'm sure you could also the murder gods. someone there if you were in heaven. <laughs> Next up is the Xanathar. He is going to choose three ran. Uh, oh, actually, no, he can't. He doesn't shoot three re- beams. He chooses three targets. So there's only two targets here. So he's going to shoot one random ray at the owlbear and one at the remaining Neverwinter human. Uh, that is uh, Fear Ray on the human uh, who passes his wisdom save. Nothing happens. Uh, the the uh, Xanathar shoots a beam at him and he's like, what, what was supposed to happen here? Oh, what would you know it? A death ray at the owlbear. Uh, the owlbear uh, gets shot with this beam and like before all the moisture gets sucked out of its body it's just a husk and it goes and it dies I mean I I I hope the paralysis had some form of pain killing effect but I can't see why it would if anything it made it worse (laughs) yeah it probably made it worse Uh, that's what you get when you're rolling with the xanathar oh you know I forgot (laughs) to put the Brianna in the initiative I'll fix that next time on the your turn Alright, who's... There's elves, right? No, there's only one human left. Everyone else is dead. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pounce on him and bite his face, I guess. Uh, cool. Do I need to give you a strength save again? Said, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a six. Uh, okay, so he is knocked prone. Cool. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna claw attack him. Uh, does a twenty-two hit? No. Yes, it does. Okay. Uh. So that does. If this roll. Uh, roll. That does seven damage. Uh, and then yeah. I can do a bite attack as a bonus action. Okay. Uh, does a 16 hit? Yes. Okay. So that does uh, 11 damage. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. You uh, slash at his chest and it goes, ah, ah! and then uh, how do you kill him with your bite? Uh, I bite his head off, I think. Yeah, cool. Like you that, wrap like your, one scene your in things Venom. around his faith, face and you just rip him, his head off his neck. And, uh, like, uh, yeah. the, the dog in, uh, when evil lurks. Yes! Oh, exactly. Yes. 
What a good movie, by the way. Everyone, all our listeners, go see When Evil Lurks. I think it's on Shutter right now. Also, there is one person I forgot. There is a sleeping dwarf. He is still on the field. <laughs> uh, it's his turn. He doesn't do anything. Spoons, it's your turn. I walk up to the sleeping dwarf and I open the bag of beasts in his mouth. <laughs> oh. roll, roll a d20. Spoons uh, was having fun sort of jabbing around with the Xanathar, and then when he saw... Uh, I got a two. When he saw the owl bear get killed in such an inhumane way, it reminded him of what just happened to the big blue freak. And so he went, mm. walked up to this dwarf, and is going to explode his insides. A uh, two is six rats. Oh my god! Yeah, that's awful. Oh my god! <laughs> this dwarf's cheeks, cheeks pop up, and then you see a wriggling in his throat, these wriggling oh mounds in his throat, and he starts choking. <laughs> And his eyes roll back in his head, and then he, oh. his skin his skin turns pale blue, and he dies. Spoons turns incorporeal and just flies up into the air and just like starts um ghost lich vomiting all over. And it doesn't like <laughs> no one can feel it, can't touch it, can't touch anything, but it is there. Cheetah like, <laughs> with, like, with with a mouth full of like blood and brains is gonna look up and go, "What the hell, man? Yeah, that's gross." <laughs> Eugene's oh gonna god! Start kicking the burning corpse in front of him. That was gross, man. Oh my gosh! Why would oh, you do that? Oh god! Because uh, I wanted revenge, and this is worse now, and I feel worse now. The Xanathar says, "Nice job, Spoons. Look, I'm gonna go help some of my crew. Okay, good luck on your journey, guys." He starts floating. Yeah, thank off. you, thank you, Xanathar. That's what it's like when you're rolling with the Xanathar, and he vomits some more. <laughs> <laughs> Armstrong looks up at you. By the way, this does count as one of your turn incorporeals that you get three times per line. Oh, I know, I know. That's and, uh, she says, Hey, Spoons, it's okay. We all go overboard sometimes. So Let's you did know a- my name. Wait, wait, Velvet Underground and Nico, it's okay. We all go <laughs> overboard sometimes. Let's uh, uh, keep our eyes on the prize, okay? Yeah, okay. So what's the plan? Where are we going? We could stop by um, Poe Boys for a quick brunch, huh? You actually yeah. look ahead. Now that this uh, group is gone, you can see ahead to Poe uh, Boys further along Wolfgar Road, and you see that it appears to be a blaze. And it's far away. You can't quite see it, but silhouetted against this fire, uh, you see these two large hulking shapes uh, holding smaller shapes, and you hear some yelling. You hear, Help me! Help me! And you hear another voice going, Help me, Yoda! Help me, Yoda! Oh, no. Um- can I fly up and just compare that to what's going on at the Draconia Museum? Just see what can I get a better view of both? Uh at the Draconia Museum, you see uh uh your brother actually, you see Aloysius shooting firebolts oh. at two uh young dragon wormlings, these small dragons that are uh shooting ice and lightning at him. Um uh gentlemen, ladies, and anything else, we have a decision to make, and that is Giants who are killing Po'boy, or help Aloysius fight some dragons. Here's the thing, right? I mean, it's Po'boy and Wormula at the same time, man. I don't know. I think yeah. these guys don't fight. Your your brother right there is doing good. Yep. Yeah. If you want, I'm with you. you know, if you if you want, you know what you should do. You should probably send some animals his way. Send some beasts down there. I mean, you know, you, know, you only get to open the bag only get twice for long rest. Yeah. Right, I'm not going to waste the second one now. Um, uh, yeah, okay. So, Po'boy? I'm thinking Po'boy and Wormula. Yeah. Brandon, Po'boy? Yeah, let's, uh, let's save Po'boy. Come on. Uh, okay. we got, uh, Armstrong, we gotta get to the Academy. That's, like, our ultimate goal. 
right now. Uh, can I actually, can I, can I, t- I guess I have to become not incorporeal, but can I become not incorporeal and just like, as far as I can throw it, just huck a wild surge over towards the museum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just yeah, like, you can totally however far it gets. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Keep, uh, uh, this is funny enough. It, it's like, it's like, it, sixty, seventy, eighty feet away. But you could do it. It's funny. I don't yeah, care. Lich strength. I go. Ooh. Your lich strength. Yeah. <laughs> do I roll uh, for that? Do I roll D one hundred. Yeah, roll on wild surge on the regular wild surge table, not like one of your fancy D one hundred. What is the wild surge table? What is it? Uh, I'll find it. it. Just roll and tell me what you got. D twenty. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't remember. Uh, no, I it's D one hundred. Yeah, it is. 100. It is D one hundred. But there, but it's like uh. It's not 100 things. It's like 30 to 35 is this. And, you know. Um, 66. Okay. Almost 66? the number of the beast. Almost 69. It's almost the number of the beast. <laughs> uh, up to three creatures you choose within 30 feet of you. We'll say 30 feet of the grenade. Take 4d10 yeah. lightning damage. All right. Oh, so shit. there's two worms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both of them take lightning damage and they, they turn crispy and fall to the ground. And Aloysius. Uh, looks like all the way across the all the way down to the other end of the road where you are and he gives you a thumbs up and says thanks spoons good luck sorry i was mean to you he runs off okay uh yeah right. he does go into po boys yeah it feels wrong going to po boys without uh without paul you guys walk up to po boys and you see Poboy and Wormula are each being held up by their ankles by two separate trolls uh, sitting cross-legged in front of this burning building. And uh, these big furry creatures are licking their lips and salivating, wagging their tails. And uh, standing in front of them are two Neverwinter soldiers. One of them is dressed in the re- the regular like splint armor, or I think the probably plate mail armor of of the Neverwinter army. One of them is wearing the black thorny armor of the Black Watch. And the, they're they're both uh, chanting, Chew him up! Chew him up! Chew him up! And Poboy's going, No, no, don't don't eat me! I've got... Uh, uh, I'll get you some gruel! I'm sure you'll enjoy that a lot more! Wormiel says, At least pour some water on me first. Ah, oh, jeez Louise. Okay. Oh man! Uh, they don't see you yet. You're still several, like a, a few yards away from them, and uh, how? F- le- le- uh, more than sixty feet? Mm, no, less than sixty feet. Can I? Uh, can I try and cast something on the troll? Yeah, you can try to cast something on the troll. I'd like to what try to cast, cast on the monster. troll. I want to cast dominate monster on the troll. Okay, which troll? The so, one holding Bowboy or the one po holding Boy? Po Boy. But okay. here's a question. It says uh, that it gets advantage on the throw if. You or creatures that are friendly to you are fighting it. Are we because we're not in the fight yet? Does it count? Yes, right? I would say it counts, yes. It's still hostile okay. towards you. Okay. Uh so I need a um I need uh advantage wisdom throw from this damn troll. Trolls don't have great wisdom. That's one yeah. thing about trolls. If you know a lot wise. of them, if you know a lot about if you know a lot of trolls, you'll quickly learn they do not have great wisdom. <laughs> uh, so I, I disagree. Professor X holding my head, I'm going. <laughs> I rolled two 12s, so that's a 12. Oh, incredible. Oh my god. Okay, so I have a telepathic link with Poboy's troll, and I go, um, you can specify a simpler general course of action, or da, da, da. Um, I say crush that Blackwatch soldier as fast as you can, and drop Poboy before you do that. Okay. <laughs> it drops Poboy, and it raises a huge- Sit on it, huge- sit on it. 
it, it, it turns around with its big furry troll buttocks and it goes and uh the the black watch soldier says what 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 are you doing what no 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 and it sits down right on top of him yes and yes. then you see uh, a spray of blood come out of this troll's buttocks um and it gets tossed aside it's still alive but it gets tossed aside as emerging from un out uh from underneath it is a person covered in shiny chrome metal you can only see a little bit of their once human face it is pale and lifeless and they are covered not in the armor of the black watch but in some sort of metal exosuit and they are holding a blade made of light what I should have oh. the troll. And uh, they they turn to the troll, and uh, you see now uh, on their armor they're covered in like wires and and bits and doodads and panels. Uh, this is an armor actually. This is them. Uh, they have turned into some sort of metal creature, and they turn to the troll, and then they look around and they turn to you. Oh. Um, I'm gonna roll mm. an attack the on them from the, the troll. No, the troll's alive. Okay. Just take some damage. So let me put uh, troll one, troll troll two two, <laughs> BW for Black Watch. Uh, actually, also let me put them in the initiative. And then and then Darth Vader. And then Darth Vader. Okay. So what do you want the good troll to do? Um. Uh, yeah, I think I wanted to just, uh, incapacitate and hold and try and kill the other troll now. Cool. Um, it is going to first regenerate 10 points at the start, 10 HP at the start oh, of the turn. I forgot they do that. That's great. And then it is going to pounce on the other one and try to, let's say, strength check to grapple it, which it succeeds at. It is holding bad troll to the ground. The troll looks at it and says, oh, and the good troll says, oh, and it uh, it grabs around its neck and uh, uh, shoves it down to the ground and holds it there. And the bad troll lets go of Wormula and he rolls down onto the ground. And he says, ah, ah, I gotta get out of here. And he starts sprinting. Next up is Eugene. <laughs> um, let's see. So the trolls are good. The trolls are taking care of themselves. Wormula and Pobler are good. Um, yeah, Eugene's just gonna, is gonna start heading for the metal man. Okay. His first attack is going to be a two-handed axe swing. I'm going to use Great Weapons Master. Um, okay. And then, so that's 18, which minus 5 is 13. But I'm going to use Precision Dice, so I'm going to add a d10 to it. Goes from 13, okay. 13 plus 8. That's 21 to hit. Oh, uh, yeah, that hits. So that's 1d10 plus 5 plus another 10. So that's, the first attack is 19 damage. Nice. I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to do four Eldritch Blasts. Perfect. Jesus. First one's a natural 20. Of course that hits. You can double damage on that one. Oof. Second one is a dirty 20. That hits. Third one is an 18. That does not hit. Oh, wow. And the third one doesn't, and the third one doesn't hit. So I, get, I hit one, and then I get double damage on the other. 26 damage. Uh, in addition to the 19 damage? 
in addition to the in addition to the first 19 damage oh my god for, wow yeah and then i get he's, and then i get one more attack if they're if they're not dead yeah keep going and then for the last attack i'm gonna do a hand axe attack that's a 24 to hit yeah that hits that's an additional seven damage and then for my bonus action since it's a light weapon Jesus i can do one Christ. more attack <laughs> okay well, I that one to hold this fucking spell. <laughs> that one hit. That one. That one's a twenty-two. Yeah, that hits. And then that's nine damage. That's another nine damage with the other hand axe. All right, that just barely one shots this uh, metal man. So describe to wow. me how you kill it in a single just tear him single apart. Turn. Wow. <laughs> so, so yeah. So for the first attack, he goes ahead and. Um, he grabs his hand axe, he grabs his battle axe, this, the beast, with two hands, he swings it backwards, and then he just barely misses, but then, like, you see, like, a vein in his forehead begin to bulge, and he quickly readjusts and slashes down on it, mm-hmm. and then as it begins to kind of tumble towards the, towards the angle which he slashes it, his mouth spirals open, he does a large beam of Eldritch Blast, mm-hmm. a couple of them just kind of scatter to the side, but then there's these last two that just, like, right in the face, and as they're going back... He takes his two hand axes, one in each leg, and sweeps them to the ground. Yeah, and it it uh, pieces of metal are clattering to the ground, falling off of this thing. Uh, its legs come out from under it, and it falls down to the ground dead. And this chrome blood leaks onto the ground. This is a different form of the creature, but this is the same chrome, chrome blood that you saw come out of Polly and the Red Mage in... Uh, uh, in the casino in uh, in Neverwinter, Eugene spits on it, and that that was Polly from uh, from Adventure Camp. Just to be clear, yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah, that thing's freaking dead. Next up is Ani, <laughs> Cheetah Ani. Huh. Okay, who? There's a regular trolls? Neverwinter soldier. There's two trolls. One of them is controlled by uh, spoons, and it's holding the other troll to the ground. Deal with the. All right, yeah. I'm gonna deal uh, with the soldier. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, try to pounce on the soldier. Okay. I think this is probably a halfling, and he he <laughs> looks up at you and he sees this is a tiny man, and he sees the cheetah shadow like growing more and more as you are about to pounce on him, pounce on him. Yeah, so pants, pants uh, on him. Uh, so I guess a uh, strength saving throw. Okay, that's uh, seven. Uh, okay, yeah, he's knocked prone. Uh, nice, he falls over on his back. Gonna, gonna claw him, which will be, uh, we do, oh, uh, natural one. Oh, that doesn't so hit. I guess that, that doesn't hit. Do you... uh, still got a bite attack, though. I think right. it's a bonus action. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a 21. So that hits. It's, uh, eight damage. From the bite. Eight damage. Yeah. You uh you bite at his throat and he's starting to bleed. He's not quite dead yet, but he's not looking good. There's blood coming out of his throat and out of his mouth, and he's sputtering. <laughs> uh next up is why don't I put it is this dwarf left over from the last yeah, combat? I didn't tell you there was dwarf. No dwarf okay, yeah, there. okay. Next up is the, sleep, the dwarf the runs dwarf out of sleepwalking. <laughs> the sleepy dwarf that got exploded by rats. Yeah, next oh, up is yeah. So wait, sorry, did you did you kill that Neverwinter guy? No, right? No, he's still alive. Well, I kind of have to 
keep concentration. So I'm just gonna throw a wild surge because I just is my my shit right now. Nice. I'm gonna throw throw a wild surge at that Neverwinter guy. Okay. And then maybe run over towards the trolls next cool. to Po Boy. Uh, yeah. So roll a D100 again. I knew this impulse buy was good. Twelve. Okay, roll a d10. Wow, all these rolls. What is this? Roll town? Yeah. Come on, guys. (laughs) That's an eight. That's an eight. Um, eight. If it is even... Okay, you grow eight inches. I grow eight inches? Actually, no, the halfling probably grows eight inches. You threw it at... Yeah, yeah, the halfling grows eight inches, and he looks around and he's like, I'm... I'm human! I'm human. Yeah. Hey, what? I don't want to be get, human. Get out of here, or I'll do more. I'll I'll get I'll make your feet smaller too. Give me an intimidation and check. I'll, I'll make your feet smaller <laughs> and I'll make you l- less hairy overall. Yeah, give me uh, an intimidation check. check. Um, that's gonna be a seven. <laughs> he says, "Ah, ah, no, you." Even even if I am an ugly, awful human, I, I must fight for Neverwinter. Alright, man. Then die to something horrible in the next five seconds. Next up is his go- turn. He's prone. What does that do again? He's does he have to spend like, Take an action to get up. Take an a- okay, he spends his action getting up. I think it's an action. Says, or no, is it is it an action? I think it's like your movement. Let me check. No, maybe it's is your that, That's probably it. Creature's only movement option is to crawl unless they stand up um, until either it is countered with the duration of... Uh, uh, uh. It doesn't say if standing up is a movement or not. I don't think so. Whatever. I think it's like he, he, he's something. bleeding. He's not even going to stand up. He's going to crawl um, to where Ani is, Cheetah Ani, who just bit his throat and try to attack him with disadvantage. Natural one. Okay. Ana, you're good. Nice. Uh, next up is Brianna. Hits himself, dies. She's going to point this sort of metal wand she has at him with a hole in the, in the front and shoot a firebolt at him. Four. Six damage. He dies. He catches fire and he goes, ah, ah, I should have listened. And then he dies. I told him. I told him that's exactly what happened. Next up is Armstrong. The she says, uh, what, do you want, what do you guys want me to do? Good troll, bad troll. Yeah, these trolls seem to be, like, handling themselves. No, we can't leave them. No, that's fucked up. Um, God, they're like animals. I don't want to, like, kill them. We don't have to. Uh, can I just, like... I mean, we could just leave them. It looks like they're, uh, they're kind I know, of, but like, then fighting they might each other. To, they might start destroying shit again. Um, I don't want to concentrate I mean, on this shit anymore, so... Why don't, why don't we let, uh... Odds are true. they'll keep... They'll probably keep no no even if my concentration breaks they'll probably keep fighting because the other ones That's now true. like oh they you're attacking stupid me animals yeah yeah well, I mean we'll let the, the mages take care of them you know things seems like your priority is to get to the academy yeah they're just trolls I mean if you want to go up and execute some trolls I guess we can nah I think it's fine how does, right, good how does talking. Po boys look how does po uh, boys it's it is uh pretty much burned to the ground <sighs> I rip off my underwear I lay it down in the rubble. <laughs> Uh, you know, after sleep, this fight, sleep. we really need to do some more community outreach, huh? Yeah, we need to put our underwear underwear on more more rubble buildings. Yeah, 
All right, well, okay. he, he climbs on Ani, slaps his side. Let's go. I, I, I grab Ani's tail and drop concentration on the troll. Okay. The two of them, uh, the one, it kind of blinks and looks around bewildered. And the other one goes, and starts bashing its, its ears with its fists. And the two of them have their hands gonna in each other's necks. And they, they roll off. They, they just roll over a house, crushing it into, into rubble and then, and then roll off into the distance. And Poboy and Wormula run up to you. And Poboy says, thanks guys. Thanks for saving me. And Wormula says, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I was I was praying Jar Jar Binks would come and save me, but you're almost as good. Yeah, hey buddy. Thanks. We might even thanks. be better. Pool boy, Pool boy, you got insurance. Put, put the put the Eugene on the menu again. To t- to tell you the truth, I was uh, I was kind of ready for for old Po boys to 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 go away. I'm I'm tired of serving slop and gruel. Can you uh can you tell us who that chef was? That chef in the picture? That was in the picture? uh that was Chef Stave, you know, the guy with the like Taste of History TV show. That was him. I don't. But I want you to know that I've always considered you the Artie Buco to my Tony Soprano. Alright. Well, I'm gonna go make a new restaurant that serves gravel now. I'll see you oh, guys. Great. Later. Yeah, fuck you very much. Okay, let's go. Guys. <laughs> runs off. Uh yeah. So you are not far. Uh, that that uh, Poboys is near the intersection of Elminster Avenue and Wolfgar Road. Uh, not far from the Ethan J. Williams Memorial Park that uh, that is right across from the opening in the walls to uh, the second gate that leads to the academy. Uh, that is if you want to take the straightest route there. Oh, we could take a detour to go hang out at our house. Oh, God, the kids! And Dracula! <laughs> oh, no, the Dracula and the kids. Uh. I yeah, think we gotta go see Drake. I was waiting for you guys to remember that you told them to stay at your house. I mean, I remember that <laughs> earlier, and I just didn't say anything. I d- yeah, I didn't think it would be this much of a problem. Um. <laughs> can I use teleport now? Can I teleport to the house? So is it working yet, or no? You can try. You can try. You can certainly do try. I, do I even have that spell slot anymore? Yeah, I do. Ooh, uh, no, wait. I'm gonna see if it's trouble. It fizzles out again if you try to do it. Okay. Um... Well, what are we going to do here's, here? Here's the thing, guys. Dra- I trust Dracula to be the man of the house. I think he can yeah, do he'll it. Be, he'll be fighting. for. He for, can take care of him. Right? Yeah. Eugene looks in the general direction to see if there's like any like explosions or anything. Right? Dracula's handling it, right? I don't see anything. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm confident in Dracula's ability. All right. Yeah. Are you guys going going on uh going on through Wolfgar Road then to the Ethan J Williams Memorial? Sorry, the E J Williams Memorial Park, not Ethan, not our friend Ethan. No. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to the park. Okay, yeah, let's get you guys park. start heading to the park. Uh, quick cut to your house, which there is a giant <laughs> sinkhole in the middle of it. We oh, uh, no. look into that sinkhole and we see Dracula and the three monkeys running through a tunnel, going ah ah. They are being chased by a giant blowing, bu- giant burrowing bullet and a metal bull <laughs> breathing green paralyzing gas out of its nostrils. And then we cut back to you guys. <laughs> oh man, what? Oh. <sighs> What the fuck? Dracula sucks. <laughs> Why is there a giant sinkhole? You you keep uh go past the intersection of El- Elminster Avenue, El- Elminster Avenue, and Wolfgar Road, and you find yourselves in this beautiful park. There's a nice fountain. 
uh, nice trees, little ducks. It's very beautiful. However, there are current there is currently a uh, a Neverwinter soldier sitting on a bench, uh, surrounded by four corpses of different mages, dragonborns, and humans. Um, and uh, he is watching two of these huge flesh creatures, like the ones you like the one you saw with Max earlier. These huge hulking creatures made out of pieces of different flesh from different races, sewn together, and they are chasing a black cat around in circles, going. Yes, Joe. Here, kitty. Um. Do you think we can get the tiny dying people riled up enough to? To come out and attack? Hmm. I think we have to, like, lay down some, like, cheese or something. I don't know. Where's the tiny dying man? Actually, who has the tiny dying man? Uh, there, he he po- just pops, my house. pops his head out of Eugene's bad ear. Hey, guys. Oh, hey, man. Tiny oh. dying man. I know you're it's no not. help here, because your people hate you, but... Yeah, they what? think I was born under a cursed star. Yeah, they're because they're fucking stupid. What's the best way to get them up here? An angry or something? I mean, they're really tiny and also dying. Do you think they're gonna be much help? There's like hundreds of them. And there's like like overwhelm thing. It's like this uh, home. I'm sure. I'm sure they're hearing okay. the, the giant stomps, you know, and things. Maybe if you let out like a like a, a baleful whale, like a morning whale, they'll come out of the ground. I have an idea. Just, just, uh, let let me go. I'll talk to him. I have an idea. Okay. I, oh. I, I sort of um. um I open a little lawn dart like, some bush. Oh, okay. <laughs> you lawn dart. You lawn dart. You toss him over to the log where the uh, the tiny dying village is under, and he lands there face first. He says, "Ah!" And he looks around to see if anyone spotted him. No one did. And he says, remember your lessons, tiny living man. And he slowly puts himself up on two feet and waddles into the hole. He's a good egg, that one. I'm so glad that we, I'm so glad. You are watching probably through the trees so they don't see you. These, uh, these two flesh creatures. I was just going to say a flesh golems. That's what they are in the monster manual. Uh, chasing a black cat around in circles. Right. Uh, so. Are we going to try to get the drop on them? I might try and get the shoot them with something on them, you know? I think that's a good okay. idea. Hey, Ani, you, which, which, you, got, you got anything in the tank at the moment? Uh, um, you know, you know, in every, uh, in like, in like Spider-Man video games, whenever there's a boss fight with the rhino, when you like sort mm. of run around and get them to chase you and then you duck out of the way before you hit a wall. And then they slam their head into a wall and it does a bunch of damage. That's a good one. That's a good one. You know, I have this instant fortress here. What if what if we have them run around and then I drop the <laughs> fortress last minute right on them? Well, if you drop the fortress like within their like space, then they will just be in the fortress. Oh man. Okay, but like what if I what if I just drop it ahead of them, right? And they'll run they'll run right into it. <laughs> Uh, it's not a bad idea. But yeah, Danny, if, what work. if you turn into something? You turn into something little, something, something little, but still innocuous. You get them chasing you, and then we'll go ahead and drop this thing right over. Or we just get Brother Job to, to run. Oh yeah, we here. get we we go ahead and cl- we get go ahead and like, cue Brother Job in there. Yeah, if we go Job, Brother Job. <laughs> hey, that in character. Yeah. 
Uh, hey. Yeah, he looks. The black cat looks up at you and he says, "Ah, hey guys!" And also the two you, flesh golems look up at you. Hey, did you ever play the Spider-Man games? The what? The Spider-Man games. They were uh, they they uh, uh they, they were in the sand, magical moving sand. I trapped uh, <laughs> unwitting fools at the casino who gambled their lives away in spider webs. Does that count? Yeah, you know the part with the rhino. No. <laughs> You ever play any Spider-Man okay. video games? <laughs> Keep running them around and run them over here. Okay. Yeah, right there. They're gonna start running towards you anyway. They see you, like, really clearly. Yeah, but you, but you distract them. I'm gonna go for the guy on the bench. Hello. He starts running towards all of you, and the, the two flesh columns are going, Monkeys! <laughs> And they start. Oh Eugene's yeah, gonna, we're, Eugene's gonna we're basketball monkeys. toss the, the instant fortress. <laughs> Whoa, that's really good. Or you, uh, yeah, uh, give me an athletics check to toss it where, like, like, exactly where it needs to land. I got a plus eleven in athletics. Let's see what happens. Not great. Twelve. Oh, can give you, oh, can I give you the help? So that's a natural one, one plus eleven. Oh. Well, then oh, that's so. just a natural one. Yeah. No uh, but spoons, you can give him a help action if you would okay, like. I'm gonna tell give him a help him, action then. Tell me how you help him though. You had like have to have a way of doing it. Um I I stand behind him and I, I Like ghost? I, like I, Patrick Swayze. Yeah, like ghost, exactly like ghost. My hands on his hips. <laughs> I go I, I go, you got it, buddy. <laughs> it's twenty four. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Just like it we lands practiced. it lands twenty feet away from uh from brother job and uh as he sees you toss this he uh he darts to the side and all of a sudden where this small cube landed there is now a 20 feet cubic floor 30 feet wall uh giant stone tower with arrow slits on all sides and the battlement atop it uh and uh both of these uh uh flesh golems just run face first into it like a <laughs> Uh, so I'm gonna roll instant fortress damage, I guess. Uh, let's say each of them take ten damage. Uh, out of how much HP? Oh, they got a lot of HP. And uh, I'm gonna have them roll. Let's say Constitution saves to stay conscious. Uh, one of them immediately follows falls unconscious. He falls back on his haunches, yes. and you see little birds flying around his head, and he falls backwards. Uh, the other one is just really angry. It's, uh, uh, it's, it's rubbing its face up and down and going, <laughs> like curly, uh, from the three stooges at the, the third stooge, of course, the third stooge, uh, not the fourth stooge chimp. And, uh, yeah, what? uh, you guys are in initiative now. Oh, okay. Okay. Eugene, you're up. Um, Eugene is going to drop the carpet, the ordinary rug in front of him, and then, um, reabsorb the fortress back into a cube. Okay. And he's just gonna he's just gonna wave a little bit and wait for the flesh column. Give me a uh what would like a taunt check be? Don't you have oh, a taunt wait. ability as a fighter? Like don't you have goading strike or something? Yeah, I'm gonna use yeah, that's actually good. I'm gonna go ahead and toss my hand axe and make it a goading attack. Okay, cool. Um let me see how that let me go look down to it and see how it works real quick. Do I have that actually? Did I did I attach that? You are the goading attack? Yeah. The I goat? am the goading attack. Oh, there it the is. Goat? Under my features. Under my features. Right under my feeties. You hit a creature with a weapon attack. You extend one centered bone to attempt to 
a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving okay. throw for the creature. Yeah, he definitely fails. That is really bad. Yeah, so now um, they have disadvantage on any attack. That Wait, I gotta actually land the attack when I actually try to land. Yeah. That's a 28. That's, nope, that's 19 plus 11. 30 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. So that's 10 damage, and then I add another d10 to it. Okay. Um, 10 plus... So that's 12 damage, and they have disadvantage on attacks against everyone but me. Okay. So how much damage total? So that is um, 12 damage total for that, that attack. Okay. Was that uh, at the human? That was, that was at the, the flesh golem. Oh, he says, uh, 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 and it's his turn now. He starts to shuffle towards you, and he immediately steps onto the rug. Do you, do you remember how deep the quicksand is? I think you like like said it was like, like five, five, six feet or something. I think it was four, or like four feet, or five I'm feet. Sure. Four feet. Four or five feet doesn't make much of a difference. He is eight feet tall, so that is enough for him to like sink in like waist deep, and he can no longer move. He's just slashing his arms around, but he is close enough to you, I think, to make an attack because you were right yeah. behind the rug. Um, that is a nineteen and a twenty. They both hit. Okay. He lifts these huge, fleshy, meaty hands and slaps you once, and then slaps you again, and you're a little. A uh, little tiny capuchin monkey, so his like yeah. hand is as big as you are. He just pounds you into the ground for twenty six damage. Ooh. Okay, so they they take twelve damage because with each hit they get the armor of Agatha. True, armor of Agatha. Forgot about so that. So yeah, good. Okay. Cool. So, but and his hand gets cold too as you do that. But yeah, now I no longer have it. That's it. Took all the temporary HP. Cool. Cool. Next is Ani. Oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, I forgot to put Job in the initiative. He's after Ani. Alright, so what's the situation? There's a guy. There's, a, there's, a there's flesh one flesh column, column who pit. is completely unconscious. He is lying on the ground with birds flying above his head. There is a Neverwinter guy, uh, a human soldier, who has just risen up from the bench he was sitting on. Uh, and rising up. There, yeah, rising up. And there is a, a, a conscious flesh golem who is currently waist deep in quicksand. Cannot move, but he can attack. Uh, okay. I'm gonna, uh, try to bite them, the human man. Okay, cool. Uh, that's a 12. Does that hit? Um, does not hit, no. Can you run okay. away from him? So you don't get hit by what I'm about to do? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. You run back to where you were. Cheetah has a pretty long movement speed, I'm sure. Next up is Job. Seems like he's going to come out of his hag, uh, sorry, come out of his uh, cat form and assume his hag form, this green-skinned kid with an eye drooping out of its eye hole. And he is holding a scythe. He's going to slash at the flesh golem with it. Ha <laughs> ha Whoa! Yeah! Uh, for 13 <laughs> damage. Next up is uh, Spins. How fucked up? Well, this guy hasn't been damaged at all, has he? Because Ani just missed. This guy's uh, pretty much the guy. Yeah, he has not been damaged at all. No. I'm just going to go for a very traditional uh, pointing of the finger at this man and uh, a fireball as big as his body head on <laughs> towards him. <laughs> I'm just going to cast fireball at fourth level. Um, okay. So can I get a... Uh, 
a dex saving throw. Yeah, that is a six. That is a not enough, unfortunately. What? What? Uh, this guy is going to take uh, 22 fire damage as this fireball just hits him and goes <laughs> around him. Yeah, uh, and when the fire dissipates, there are two shoes and a pile of ash on the ground. Now that felt good. That wasn't like the rats. That felt very good. It's <laughs> way better. Way better. Uh, way more elegant, you know. Next up is Brianna. She is going to shoot a firebolt at the um, the subdued uh, flesh golem. That is... It hits. That is seven damage. Next up is Armstrong. She pulls out her longsword. She's going to try to stab it in the head twice. Four. Uh, 16 damage. This thing's not looking great. In fact, it's looking almost dead. Uh, it's going, oh, 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 so flailing its arms around. It looks like it's in a state of rage right now. Uh, next up is Eugene. Um, Eugene's going to keep it simple and do four Eldritch Blasts into its head. <laughs> Sounds good. Classic. Classic. 17. That hits. 23. That hits. 25. That hits. Whoa. Jesus Christ. And 12. That I assume that doesn't hit. No, 12 hits. Okay. Um, no armor class on this guy. So I'll add that up together damage? at the end. It's Eight, made out of flesh. So. Nine. So that's 17. 31 damage for the first attack. Okay, that's you don't need to roll the others. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you open your mouth to fire your beam, your blast, and uh, it's like an anime explosion where the screen turns white <laughs> and you see like the like the impact frames, like the black outline just getting decimated. <laughs> that happens to him. And uh, when the light dissipates, his face is like stretched inches backwards by the force of this blast like his his bottom jaw is jutting out and the rest of his face is pushed behind it and he is dead all right guys and job uh says thank you thank you so much i'm gonna go join some of the mages and, and help help fight yeah i mean no, good on no you problem, dude. dude good on good, you yeah i like cool. hurting people and he jumps on his room <laughs> and flies off <laughs> that's a good kid right there guys should we go to our house guys no, you don't need to go to your house. You made your decision already. Yeah. Like I said, I trust Dracula to be the man of the house. Yeah, we did trust him to be the man of the house. That one unconscious flesh golem, it starts to rise up. And it, it wakes up and it says, And it is angry. And all of a sudden, you hear from a log not far away, Charge! And you see uh, thousands of tiny little people running across the ground. <laughs> uh, some of them are running. Some of them are dragging themselves. And all of them climb up all over him and they start stabbing him with sticks. And he goes, ah! <laughs> and he falls down to the ground dead. Oh, man. The tiny dying queen sage whatever she was i don't remember she walks up to eugene and she says eugene yeah, yes yes ma'am he, he does he does a kneel and a bow your friend i still don't trust him he was born under a cursed star but he told us what you taught him 
how to live. You know, maybe it wasn't a cursed star. Maybe it was just a different type of star. Nah. Alright, well... It's a new day for the tiny living village. We're going to conquer the world! And they all run off. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Looks, looks in the camera. Uh -oh. Season two. <laughs> At the end of the E.J. Williams Memorial Park, you see the gate into the academy. Okay. We're here, guys. Anybody have open gate? No, it's open already. Oh, nobody needs the open gate. Thanks, Harrison. Looks up at the sky. Thanks, Harrison. <laughs> I've been waiting for an opportunity to use open gate. Yeah, well... No, <laughs> Alright, never, never mind. The gate's closed. Ani, you can cast open gate. My favorite 5e <laughs> spell. open gate. <laughs> <laughs> this cheetah casts open gate. <laughs> and the gate opens. Wait, can I, can I cast closed break? gate? Yeah, I cast Lockgate. <laughs> no! <Okay. laughs> oh, great, now we're stuck. Campaign's <laughs> over. We, we failed. No, you guys walk through the open right. gate, and you see, um, straight ahead of you, a few yards away, the academy, this tall building with its uh, white spires, this beautiful building, standing outside of it, uh, facing the huge double doors, you see the High Pontiff Gisborne, this elf wearing a big fancy golden hat, which I forgot to mention before. It's very important. He's got a big fancy golden hat. Oh, that uh, changes wearing, everything. Wearing a robe, riding a <laughs> unicorn. You didn't mention that either. He, I did mention the unicorn. Yeah, the unicorn was there. He, he is surrounded by five more elves. Um... One of these uh, uh, Black Watch soldiers wearing the armor of the Black Watch. There is also a Cyclops sitting crisscross on the ground, picking its nose. And a Displacer Beast, which is like a, a panther which with this, yeah. this like, barbed tentacle tail. Classic character in the D&D movie. All of them are surrounding these double doors. And uh, Gisborne has a knife to the throat of a Mind Flayer which he is holding oh, on oh. the unicorn what? in front of him. You recognize this mind flare as Buddy, your friend, wearing his khaki shorts. Um, another one of these elves appears to have cast Hold Person. There are these red chains holding a large blue storm giant to the ground. Yagvar, the head of the revolution. He is seriously injured. There is, are several spears sticking out of his chest. He is on his knees, held to the ground by these red chains. His head is down. Uh, bleeding onto the ground beneath him. Captain Armstrong gasps when she sees him. And you hear Gisborne shouting at the door, Who should I kill first? Your own mage, one of your friends, buddy? Or should I kill Yagvar, the head of the revolution, the hope for Neverwinter's future? Or you could just let us into the academy. And uh, the door opens, just a tad, Bruce Broccoli, this very old halfling with a big white beard, sticks his head out and says, No, no, we've been commanded by Master Tangerine and his marshal not to let anyone in, and frankly, I think it's a good idea because you're going to kill us if we let you in. So no, you can't come in. He closes the door. Oh my god. Oh god. So not Master Tangerine. You mean Frito Misto, huh? Yeah. Master Tangerine ain't real. 
Wait. Captain Armstrong looks down at you. Frito Misto? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We that should, asshole's we back? You missed yeah. the beginning of this whole thing? He's, he's the, I guess he's the high mage now, pretty oh, much. God. What? Or, well, I guess mm-hmm. it was a ruse to get everyone into the city. How far are we um from the academy? Um, about mm, eighty feet, maybe. Okay, can I um? Well, fuck! I want to cast locate creature and see if I can find Charles. Or maybe find Either the find around. the book. Can you do locate object for the books? I don't think I have. Is locate object a spell? If it is, I don't have it. I don't know. Um, it might be. I thought it was. I thought. But, it, I, thought it was. I think there's I one gonna, just called locate. Maybe that might be what it is. I, I don't have it prepared anyway. Um, I was gonna try and locate Mr. Misto or or the Charles, but I was also. I mean, guys, I was. I, if they weren't, if our guys weren't over there, I was gonna drop a meteor swarm on them. Um, but that would definitely kill Buddy, and probably I your friend too. I'm sure. I'm sure he's great. Yogvar. That's my dad, Yogvar. That's your dad. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, what do you well, think I'm both, blue are, and big? Yeah, they are both big and blue. That's true. Oh. Just to give a sense of size, by the way, Yogvar is like 17 foot tall. He's like proper giant. She's like yeah. big, like eight feet tall, maybe seven or eight feet. Whoa. Damn. I, I, I have ways, I have some ways that I could get them out of the way, but that's going to call, that's going to be calling for me to run in there right in the middle of everything. <sighs> You hear Gisborne uh, shout out, Clock is ticking, mages. And uh, Buddy shouts out, Ah! Ah! As uh, a little blood trickles from his neck. I think I, I gotta get in there. I gotta get in there. Do, you, do Guys, we try seeming? Do we, do, we, do we try and bluff our way over there? <laughs> oh? <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> Or do I mean I feel like one of these motherfuckers is, is bound to have something just seize through all the like anything. <laughs> but do we try seeming? Do we just like do I make us all look like I don't know an assortment? I was, I was, I was gonna hit them. You're just gonna hit them? Yeah. What if we get real close and then you hit them? Alright, that's fine. If you wanna hit them, you can hit him. I think they see us right there though. I think we're they're right at the gate and we're also right at the gate. They can't see you. You're like, uh, you're you're on the other side of the gate from them, like looking in through these stone walls. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. What you got? All right. Um, I. Oh, why don't we let's 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 do Star Wars. So e- Eugene, you be Eugene, and the rest of us are taking you as a prisoner to add to the pile. That sounds great. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds great. Okay. How about, hey, how you feeling about that one, Ani? I think it's a pretty good one. Yeah. Sure. You okay. can be Chewbacca. Yeah. Okay. So I'll cast Seeming, and uh, changes wrought by the spell fail to hold up to physical inspection. Uh, okay. So yeah, if they, if they like, if they touch you, it's ju- it's just a sight thing. So we're just using it to right. get close. All right. Everybody decide what you are. Um, I'm gonna be, uh. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Prince Roland. Um, okay. <laughs> is, is he King? Ro- is he King Roland now? It's Prince Roland. Maximus is the king. Maximus. Okay. Um. Who? Who's Eugene? No, Eugene. You're Eugene. Uh, <laughs> shouldn't I? Shouldn't I be Prince Roland since he's the smallest one? 
Okay, you be Prince Roland. I'll be Maximus. Brianna. Yeah, Ani what's will, up? Brianna will be Ani. Okay, no, I'll be Ani. <laughs> okay, you be Ani. And Ani, okay. you be the, the dwarf woman. Yeah, yeah, you be the queen of the dwarves. Okay. Oh, Imp- Empress Bramblebeard. Okay. Captain Armstrong says, do you just want me to hang back, or, or am I going to oh, do no, something? Oh, no, no. And Armstrong, you, you're an owlbear. What? Okay, yes, okay I'll be an owlbear. And okay. so just to be clear, Ani is Bramblebeard, but Brianna as Ani is our prisoner? Yeah. Yes. Brianna <laughs> says, yeah, that's good. Sounds good. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I snap my fingers and it goes, and a veil <laughs> washes over us. Yeah. What, is, what does Mac sound like? He's, re- he's like Ponty, pont- isn't he? Isn't he like, ah, I'm... Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, Spoons, you turn into Max Blacksword. Uh, this man, uh, covered in armor from head to toe. You don't see any of his skin. Although you could if you took his your helmet off. But uh, it's funny. Ever since your last encounter with him, like your last fight, you haven't seen his skin since then. Don't um, get too close to anyone, guys. Because if they if they like touch you, they'll see that it's not real. <laughs> Gabe, you turn into uh, Prince Roland, a uh, like five five man. Uh, wearing black leather. No, actually, right now he's wearing the the black watch armor. Uh, with shoulder length black hair and a stony face. Feels so small. <laughs> Ani, you turn into a big dwarf woman with a messy brown beard. Uh, and uh, Brianna turns into Ani, and <laughs> uh, Armstrong turns into an owlbear. Cool. Oh. And yeah, how do you walk out there? Is is our, are we, are we just gonna attack him? I guess uh, let's just well, see where this goes and be ready to to surprise attack them. So at least we get one thing from this. All right. Yep. Right. Yep. Sounds good. Sounds good. Last. Yeah. Sounds okay. good. Oh, brilliantly done, the resistance leader. Uh. Uh, I start clapping too as I Kisborn turns around and looks at you and says ah Roland Maximus I, I didn't know that you uh, were uh, were done out, out there with uh, I thought you were, were fighting the mages taking like the brunt of the of, of their offense before joining us here yeah, we're taking a break we're uh, oh. taking a little time out getting some orange slices calling it good R- Roland is your throat okay you sound What's the up. point of of conquering a city if you don't get to see the lodestone fall? My my brother means uh, he is a man after my own heart. That's why I love you so much, Lord Neverember. Ah, your mother, she was so stuffy. <laughs> Didn't like to don't get out there. Don't you say that about my mother? I... Don't you say that about my mother? I'm sorry. I'm so. Put those words you... back in your mouth. I'm so sorry. Oh God. Uh, Vile yeah. as she was, you do not say these things. No, 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 no. You're right. That was out of line of me. No. That was out of line. Who's this? I point it, buddy. Ah, this is a mind flayer. How barbaric to employ mind flayers here at the school. But yes, he's one of the mages who works for them. I thought we might be able to coax them to let us inside without too much violence. Ah, you know, like threatening you... him. We also have the head of the revolution. I'm sure you'll be excited about that. Yagvar over here. Yagvar. Yagvar looks up at you and uh, give me an insight check. Um. All three of you can give me inside checks. 14 for me. Natural 20. <laughs> oh, yes, baby. 21. All three 21. of you notice as Yogvar looks up at you with this bloody face. He looks at you with sort of a 
uh, a face of surprise. His eyes widen a little bit, and there's a moment of recognition, and he just doesn't say anything, and he puts his head back down. I nod at him. You can uh, probably see through stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And go, uh, yeah, I go over to Buddy, and I say, So, why do they keep you around, thing? Uh, because, because I'm a good inventor. You, you, you what know, in- uh, Hero Camp? I invented that. Hero Camp? Yeah. Sure. You invented Hero Camp. Yep. Yes. Yes. And, um, whatever happened to Hero Camp? Uh, some clown blew it up, basically. Hmm. Clowns. You never know when they're right under your nose, do you? My little I, buddy. Uh, anyway. not. We'll, uh, I'm trying to slip him, like, <laughs> I know his name, <laughs> without him realizing it. <laughs> give me a, without uh, the rest realizing give it. Give me a, maybe charisma, I guess, to convey that to him. Uh, I'm pretty good at charisma. I'm pretty charismatic. 22. Oh, he, his eyes widen, and he says, oh, yeah, uh, hard to know, I guess, when a, so, when a clown is right under your nose. So what, what are we, what are we, what are we doing here, you know? You're waiting around. What, you're going to execute them very slowly so they can destroy the books or, or yes, operate them somewhere else? I was planning on doing the mind flare first. Maybe I'd cut off one tentacle at a time. You know, that sort of business. Uh, and yes. what if they're burying the books in some sort of uh, transfiguration circle as we speak? The books? The god books? Well, um... Have you tried breaking down the door? Well, there's not really enough of us. There's a whole lot of them in there. We need to get inside first. Yes, but I'm sorry. I don't see why we haven't just blown the door. Because if we blow the door, they're all going to run out and kill us. We need to go in, you know, willingly. And then, although now that you're here, Max, I, I, I know you've been gaining some powers with this project you've been researching. Perhaps you can take care of them for us. You're practically yes. an army yourself at this point, yes. <laughs> yes, but it's, it's it's all very tiring, you know, to um. To push myself, and I'd like to save it for the for the final, final, you know, the bastards at the helm, like that, uh, ah, that yes. you know, you know, the, the ones at the top of the tower, not not the, the grind. Hey, who is this, by the way? He turns to Brienne, and who is Arnie? Oh! Is this one of those monkeys that's been giving you so much trouble? Yes, courtesy of, of my brother Roland. Um, yes, Roland, uh, yeah, explain me. What, this, what this is. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> so this is one of the monkeys right hush, here. Hush, 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 hush. He looks at, um, at, uh, Ani. I'd rather Bramblebeard explain. Uh, all right, man. Okay. Uh, uh, he's, uh, uh, we took him as a uh, prisoner. He's a hostage. Uh, uh, I think I gathered that already. Anyway, but, uh, <laughs> I appreciate how to the point you are. He's... He's so cool and powerful, we, f- we figured he'd be, uh, useful to our cause. Like, to use as a weapon? Max, oh, wait, I thought cause... you wanted to kill these monkeys. Oh, yeah, because thought... he's so strong. Max, I thought you wanted to kill these monkeys. They seem to have rubbed you the wrong way uh, he... no, after it's, they it's killed a, your a... mother and all that. Yes. It's not to use as a weapon. Uh, it, it's to, to use as, a, as, a, as leverage, you know. Ah, that makes more sense. Because the, uh, yes, the, uh... o- the other three seem to have disappeared. We found this one out on his own. You know, really? He's a turncoat monkey. Tell me, little monkey, why were you alone? And Ani says, uh, 
Oh, jeez. Um, I don't know. Uh, well, perhaps I. W- were your friends I, I, handling something else? Or were they killed? We killed, oh, killed them all. Yeah. That, um, I killed them. You what? Uh, they, um, they, they were just, uh, being real mean, you know, razzing on me all the time. So, uh, I, uh, killed them. Wait, Ani, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I can't believe he killed us. Gizborn <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 says, what? No. What, yeah, what, what are you talking about? No, uh, Spoons, you need to say something, or Eugene, you need to say something, and whoever does it, give me a persuasion check. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or you could just kill them now. It's up to you. Uh, what, 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 do you what do you mean? Oh, uh, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm dying. I need the books. I need. I need those books. I'm getting the disease. Quick, persuade everybody. Me. <laughs> persuade with disadvantage, Eugene. Oh God. I rolled a nine for my first one, which is eleven, yeah. and then I rolled a natural twenty for my second one. So oh. it's great. So I'm gonna get that nine, which is he eleven. Says, oh, you're sick. Let me give you a quick checkup. He. Uh, Drops Buddy on the ground, and Buddy falls down and goes, oh, oh, he grabs at his bleeding neck, and uh, he, uh, Gisborne reaches down from his unicorn. Everybody, look, look at the academy, quick. And touches you on your shoulder, and it just phases through, and he says, oh. It's my my invisible shoulder. Okay, we're going to roll an initiative. You guys get a surprise round, though. Okay, good. He was was not expecting that. Um, He goes, oh. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so I have to add. <laughs> God, there's so many people here. Wait, hold person. Oh, it's it's a concentration. Right. Is one that of these one of these elves has hold person on? Uh, on no the, indication of who. No, you can see the one very clearly. He's holding his hands out at the giant. Oh, okay. Um. Okay. Displacer beast. Eugene. Gisborne. There's a, there's a cyclops. These five elves are standing kind of right next to each other. By the way. Um, one of them is holding their hands out at, uh, the giant. There is a, um, uh, Black Watch guy. And there's Yogvar, who is currently cannot move. Okay. First up is, uh, Eugene, because you have a surprise round. Alright. Um, let me see. So you said there's five elves, and then there's Gizborn. And with a surprise round, can that mean, can I use my whole action? For that? Yeah, you get you basically you get an extra turn before the proper combat starts. All right, so I'm gonna do twelve eldritch blasts. <laughs> okay. So these elves have a collective HP of fifty. Just so you know. So focus the one that has Yogvar. Yeah, I was. So you might. You might I so I think the easiest way to do this would just be to add all the damage together and just uh, look at their collective HP and see how many elves are left. Yeah, so I was going to do, since I'll do 12, I was going to plan on doing 10 on 5 elves, and then okay. 2 on Gisborn. <laughs> Sounds good. So All you right. will have to roll to hit 5 times. Okay. I'm just um, going to tell you, the armor class for the Gisborn, I'm not going to tell you. That'd be cheap. But the armor yeah. class for the elves is 10, so you have to roll over 10, 10 times. Yep. So that's 14. Yep. So that's 1. 
Jesus Christ. Two hit. <laughs> three hit. Four hit. Oh my god. Five hit. <laughs> Six hit. Oh yeah. Seven hit. Oh yeah. Eight just hits. Oh yeah. Nine hit. Yeah, baby. Ten hit. <laughs> okay, roll damage for them. All right, this is gonna be a lot of math. My yeah, God, I'll use a calculator. That's incredible. Twelve, seventeen. Here, you give me the numbers. I'll calculate it. Twelve plus seventeen. No, uh, twelve and then five to make it seventeen. Oh, okay. So seventeen, so tw- and then twelve. Twelve. Plus nine. Nine. Plus nine. So that's five. Okay. Plus seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, you only needed six, I guess. Uh, plus eight. Plus eight. You don't need to roll anymore. It's okay. Oh, I know. You can shoot the others at something else, can't you? Well, I don't. I, I mean, you said you were going to use these ten on these. He's yeah, I was gonna um, do two per elf. Yeah. Um, you uh open your mouth and a giant Godzilla beam blasts out of it, and there is like um another type of anime explosion, but more of like the when there's an explosion in the distance and it's like that slow white orb, you know? Yeah. Uh, that just engulfs these five elves, and when the light is gone, there are five pairs of shoes with ash next to them. And uh Yogvar's These free. red chains dissipate, and Yogvar uh, raises fists to the air and goes. Rawr! Eugene starts puking. <laughs> Next up is uh, Ani. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna, I guess I'm not a cheetah anymore. You can be if you want, because he casts it seeming on the cheetah. But you can also yeah, just I'll, be Ani I'll, if you'd like. I'll, Next to Gila form. Okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Also, Eugene, do you so, pop out of rolling uh, form when you do that? Oh, yeah, I, I assume so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Ani, are you popping out of, uh, of, uh, yeah. Who, who, you, uh, Bramblebeard? So, who's, who's alive? Who are the enemies? Uh, there's Gisborne atop his unicorn with his big fancy golden hat. There is a Cyclops. There is a Displacer Beast. Is that it? That might be it, because you just killed five elves. I think that's it. Oh, and there's a, a guy wearing the black watch uniform. A human. Uh, okay, I'm gonna uh, conjure a sea hag. Yes! Oh, yes! Uh, before you conjure a sea hag, Eugene, we forgot to do your extra two Eldritch Blasts for Gisborne. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll roll to see if those hit. Sorry, Ani. Put a, put a pause on that hag summon. Um, that's Sorry. 11. Put, just, can we get up that hag summon on a hold? Check. That does not hit. And then the second one's lower, so it doesn't hit either. Nope. Okay. Ani, how do you summon a sea hag? Uh, yeah, I, I put my hands in the air and I yell sea hag. <laughs> she, uh... She climbs out of your mouth. in front of me. <laughs> she, she drafts from the sky. <laughs> yeah, a big scary sea hag with, with blue corpse skin and seaweed hair crawls out of your mouth and goes... <laughs> okay. Should I just put her in the initiative All after right, you? Uh, I, guess? I think you have to. Yeah. Okay. What do you tell her to do now? Uh, attack the unicorn guy. 
Okay. She is going to use her claws, and she misses. She slashes at him, and his unicorn trots back a little bit. Um, and she says, I'm sorry, Ani. It's all right, sea hag. For the thumbs up. Next up is uh, Spoons. Has he been damaged at all, the unicorn guy? No, Gisborne has not been damaged. Fuck. Uh, can I do an insight check to see how much health I think he has? Or no? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's stupid, but yes. I think you could do shit like that. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I, I, did, I don't know. I, I do not get to know. So forget okay. that. Um, okay. uh, I am going to... Uh, oh... I feel like the Cyclops is um is chilling. Uh, no, the Cyclops so, appears pretty hostile. Yeah, he was that's picking what I his mean. nose before, but now that like now he has yeah. one big angry eyebrow. He's I'm got gonna one go big ahead. angry eyebrow. I'm gonna run up to the Cyclops. I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, I'm gonna run up to the Cyclops and I'm gonna cast disintegrate on it. Um, so can <laughs> I <laughs> the uh. Can I get a dex throw from him? Dex save. I'm going to yeah. run up and I'll target it right at his eye. That's dex. He's plus zero to dex, so that's uh, an 11. Yeah, that does not do anything. So uh, I'm going to uh, roll the damage for this, which is 10d6 plus 44 damage. Uh, that's going to be 79 damage. Hits him square in the eye, and I say, call me nobody. <laughs> <laughs> The green ray. Uh, he looks down and he says, and a big green ray blasts out of your hands right into his eye. And he grabs at it with his uh, hands and uh, he's bleeding from the eye. And yeah, he looks pretty bad right now. He falls backwards. <laughs> uh, next up is uh, Brianon. Uh, let's say she shoots a fireball at Gisborne. She misses. Hoping it would disintegrate him. <laughs> Next up is Armstrong. Uh, she's going to try to attack the Cyclops as well. She uh, holds up her big uh, longsword and she hits. And she hits again. So she, I think she swipes him twice in the stomach for 15 damage. All right. Uh, now we are on in turn proper. First up is the Displacer Beast. It starts growling at you, uh, Eugene. And uh, it is going to uh, attack you with these with this tentacled tail it has. Actually, I'm looking at the picture right now. It's not a tail. It has a regular tail and also two tentacles coming out of its back. Okay, cool. So that is a 16 and a 19. Does um, 19 hit? 19 hits, yeah. Okay. So that is nine damage as it swipes at you with his tentacle. Ew. Next up is Gisborne. He looks around at all of you and he says, You stupid draconian mages. I hate you. I hate you all so much to come here posing as my friends and do this to me. It's evil. It's downright despicable. Your whole operation here is despicable. You know, we elves, we high elves, we've existed on this continent for eons, coming from the Silver Isles of Everesca. We brought civilization to this land, and yet you draconians think you have a monopoly on magic, on ancient secrets. We invented ancient secrets. I hate you. 
and I'm going to kill you. And he clasps his hands to the air, and a giant swirling portal opens up beneath him, or opens up over him, sorry. And flying through it is a young solar dragon. Oh, uh, no. This huge dragon, like a, like a space dragon with tentacles for a face, uh, writhing and, and, and swirling, and uh, it, it glows with this bright solar light. And uh, yeah, I'm going to add that to the initiative. It is tethered to him by some sort of golden chain of light. Uh, next up is Eugene. Right. Um, so I have this fighter ability called Know Your Enemy. Yeah. Um, have I? Uh, this I probably haven't. But have I, outside of combat, have I observed Giz Gisborne for over a minute? Have I like seen him in yes, move around? Yes, at the parlay. Yes. At the parlay. So I have the ability to know one of these things. What can I know? What can I know? What can I know? Yeah, current HP. I want to know his current HP. 103. Do three damage, do three damage, do three damage, do three damage. <laughs> do three. All I need to do is do three damage. All right. Uh, four damage. <laughs> no, actually, it might be three damage. I mean... Yeah, three damage. August, I have a whole turn. I'm going to do way more than that. Two damage to him. Or I could just punch him three times. I could just punch him three times. Or you could like use one attack on him and some attacks yeah. on another creature. Oh, yeah, that, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. You're allowed. You're allowed to display. I, I can do that. I can do that. Um, let's see. What's going on? I'll, I'll go to the but, Displacer Beast. I'm going to look at the Displacer Beast, and I'm going to point at it. And when I point at the Displacer Beast, it just feels a general sense of unease as I put the Hexblade's curse on him. Okay. He goes, oh. Um, he goes like, ugh. Um, let's see. And I'm it just going to... hairball. I'm going to take out the, my two hand axes. I'm going to hold them up and I'm going to run at it. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to chop at it two times. Okay. Uh, you get disadvantage on Roll them separately. Have to take disadvantage on the first one you roll. And then okay. see if you get disadvantage on the second one. So for the first one, that's an 18. On the okay. second one, it's a natural 20. Okay. Um, so, well, it's seven so plus seven plus 11, seven plus 11 to make 18. Okay. You charge at it with this axe, and you look at it, and it's like this this uh uh displacer beast is kind of like shimmering a little bit, and oh, it's kind boy. of waving in the light, and you realize this is an illusion. And as you realize that, you hear these panther footsteps behind you, and you turn around, and there is the real displacer beast, and you can now hit it for damage. Ah oh, shit. And you will not have disadvantage on the next one. All right. The second one, 18 plus 11 to make it 29. Okay. So yeah, I leap forward with the two axes in my hands and then I like whiff. And then once I realize it's somewhere else, I toss it cool. for the damage. Let's see, that's eight damage. And you, you and both attacks do hit. So, oh, both attacks. Okay. Yeah. Eight and then 10. So eight, 18 damage total. Nice. Okay. And then once it uh, it looks wounded, ah, it says. So with those in there, I'm like, ah, eh, shit! I got nothing else I can throw. And then I run at Gisborne and I punch him across the jaw. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, roll unarmed attack. I'm not fucking kidding you. I accidentally hit twice and I got natural twenty twice. I'm gonna fucking take yeah. a picture of that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's 12, 12 damage. <laughs> As I fucking just deck him. Yeah. 
Uh, you punch him in the face, and some blood comes out of his mouth. He spits it on the ground. Ah! ah how uncouth! How barbaric you draconians are! I do a little shrug. Next up is the Black Watchman member. Um, he starts to, his back bends backwards, and he starts to convulse, and he starts to choke, and he says, "What? What's happening to me? Ah! And uh, he transforms, much like the other one you saw. This, his skin starts to part as metal comes up from underneath. This chrome blood pours out of his nose, wraps around his neck and face and solidifies until standing across from you is this wiry cyborg creature and it activates its blade of light and it is going to charge at uh, Ani. Oh. So that, uh, that is uh, 18. Does that hit? Uh, that hits. That is... Nine damage, and is going to roll again. A seventeen. Does that hit? Oh, that hits. Okay, it takes ni- take nineteen damage total, as it slashes at you twice with this blade of light. It's radiant damage, by the way. Oh, uh, can this guy roll a? Uh, is is does he count as a humanoid? Yes. Okay, can I get a um, wisdom saving throw from him? Yeah, that is a <laughs> that's a five. Why? Why do you ask? Okay, he's frightened of the hat. Yes! <laughs> he turns around and he doesn't say anything, but uh, he starts to back up and put his arms out and run the other direction. Uh, next up is the Solar Dragon. Classic character, the Solar Which flaps its wings above you and looks at you with this tentacled face. And these tentacles part um, to uh, uh, reveal this this orb of light within, and this orb expands until a, a massive discharge of light, a solar flare, just crosses across you. Let's see, who is close to each other? Eugene ran over to Unicorn Guy. Uh, so Ani and the Hag are right next to each other. Spoons is by the Cyclops. So Ani and the Hag and Brianon and Armstrong are probably... No, Brianon is... Who did Brianna just attack? Uh, she attacked from a distance. Armstrong attacks the... Who did she attack? Do you guys remember? Uh, she attacked the Cyclops. Uh, she did. Okay, so Ani, the Sea Hag, and Armstrong... Or, sorry, and Brianna are all right next to each other. So it's going to tra- uh, attack you with this solar breath. That is... Give me, this, give me a dexterity saving throw, Ani. 15. Okay. Um, how much health do you have, Ani? Uh, 62 right now. Okay, good. I was a little worried. Take 22 radiant damage and 22 fi- uh, fire damage. Okay. And uh, the hag is just blown to smithereens. No! And knocked back on her, on, her, on her haunches. She falls backwards and she says, Oh my god! Jeez Louise. I sort of scratched my head. <laughs> so the sea hag is out. Next is Yogvar. Oh, I want to see what this dude can do. He says, I want to see what you can do. I'm excited. He says, uh, Gisborne of Evereska, just as Neverwinter has oppressed us, you have oppressed your people. It ends today. Uh, I think Spoons probably has you handled, so I'm going yeah, don't to worry about that. Displacer Beast. Thank you. We've never formally met. He, uh, places his hands on the ground and he digs his fingers into the pavement and pulls hard and rips out a giant uh, chunk of stone and chucks it at the 
Displacer Beast, 35 damage. It dies. Oh. Next up is Spoons. Yeah, so I'm going to go... Um, God, this fucking Cyclops is almost dead. It's very annoying. Um, yeah, I'm just going to run up to Gisborne. Um, I'm going to run up to Gisborne. I'm going to say, I was going to ask, or I was talking about this earlier, and so it brings a, a great sort of finality, circularity to uh, to the day for me. But as someone who could live forever and seems like has lived a very long time and feels like you're entitled to live forever and do whatever you want, how does it feel? I'm an elf. To... I've lived a long time, yes. Yeah, how does it feel you're about to die right now? I'm not. I'm about to kill you. Oh. Uh, I may look like a normal monkey, but um, uh, this is sort of my, you know, my Patrick Bateman turnaround moment. I'm not sure if you have any sense for this kind of thing, but I am a lich, and I'm a new lich, and I'm very, very huh? hungry, and I'm very, very angry, and I'm grieving what? quite heavily, so I'm going to eat your soul now, thank you. And I go, huh? and I rise above him like the like the the, the, the Dracula Jenna Maroney. So you're using the, like, soul swallow ability I gave you based on power I'm kill? using the soul swallow ability, which is power kill. And I'm going to rise up above him and just go and, and, uh, and take, take two fingers and grab his soul out. You grab out this, this pulsating blue orb and you swallow it. And the rest of you watch as Spoon seems to reach into his chest. And Gisborne, his body goes lifeless and falls off the unicorn to the ground below. Oh... I kick his body. I just, I start, just kick. I stand over, I just start kicking the shit out of his head. <laughs> With Gisborne dead, this golden chain of light that was uh, attaching him to the, the solar dragon, it dissipates, and the solar dragon just disappears in a poof. Yeah, I start kicking his body. Good shit, man. That's, that's great. Uh, next up is Brianna. She is going to shoot a firebolt at the Cyclops. And, uh, oh, she kills it. Uh, she shoots a fireball in his eye, and he goes, Ah! I didn't even get to go in combat! And then he dies. Next up is, uh, uh, Armstrong. She goes up to the metal man and tries to hit him. She hits both times for, ooh, 17 damage. Uh, okay. Uh, Eugene, you're up. Well, you can finish off this metal man. It's the only one left. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do um, Great Weapons Master with my Battle Axe. That is a 27 to hit. That hits. That's 25 damage. Yeah, that uh, that hits. I mean that that um, that is 25 damage. Obviously, it hits. Yes, that that is 25 damage. Do it. It doesn't look super happy about that. It screeches this metallic screech. All right. I'm going to go hit it one more time. That's a 19 to hit. That hits. Seven. Wait, no, that doesn't seven. hit, actually. Sorry. 19, 19 doesn't hit. Okay. No problem. So I'm going to do one more time, and then I'm going to add my precision dice again. I think that I just have one yep. more superiority dice after this. That makes it a 29. Damage or to hit? To hit. That hits. And then that is a one, two, three, four. That's thirteen more damage. Okay. Yeah, you you cleave into it with your sword, Eugene, and it doesn't look good. It looks like it's on its last legs. And Ani, it's your turn. This thing is leaking chrome blood onto the ground. Hit it, and then right. hit it, and uh, give us a one lander, buddy. Can I use heat metal on him? Would that like? 
No, he Can is metal. Him? He is He's metal. metal. If you used heat metal, that would not do anything. No, just make sorry. him hot. You can smoke it hot. Hmm. True. Uh, Alright, I'm gonna cast Erupting Earth underneath him. Let me get a deck saving throw. Okay, that's a 10. That fails. Uh, 3d12 bludgeoning damage. Oh my god. Yeah, that'll do it. 24 damage, yeah. Yeah. Describe how you kill this creature with the power of the earth. Uh, yeah, I just have a bunch of rocks and shit rise up from the ground and impale him at various points. Yeah, that happens. And this this piece of dented metal falls to the ground dead. And, uh, yeah, Yogvar looks down at you all and he says, Thank you, monkeys. My daughter told me of your of your help at, at, uh, at Hero Camp, and Count Villefort told me of all you did for the No Ones in Neverwinter. You are truly an ally to the revolution, and I'm happy that I can help you here now. Yeah, us too. And Buddy says, Yeah, thanks for saving me. Uh, Bruce Broccoli, can you let us inside now? And he opens the door and he says, Uh, yes, let me just, uh, let me just have the new marshal, uh, clear you. Marshal, can you, can you check these guys out? And he opens the door and walking out is a drow elf. Oh, God. A trench coat and a Panama hat. Drist Donovan walks out and says, the human, the half-giant, uh, the Mind Flayer, they can go in. The monkeys? I'm gonna I'm kill not you so for sure. real this time. <laughs> oh, come on, man. 